Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. Hardcore Country! Welcome to Orsini's Uncensored Mind, and now your host, AJ Orsini with... Hey now, listen up, yeah. I'm not the kind of girl that ever gives up. How the hell is everybody out there? Boys, you have eight men. We're not dead. We didn't die. We cannot be killed because they say the good die young. And Lord mm. knows we are a couple of schmoozing assholes. We are your hosts for Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I am A.G. Orsini, once again joined, flanked, by my brother, Deceived Dave. What's up, Dave? Hardcore Crunchy. <laughs> ah, this is the Hardcore Country Edition. That song's so bad. Uh, it just gets stuck in your head, man. <laughs> <laughs> like a ninja. You get ninja in the brain. Absolutely. Oh, my God. What happened? Well, they did it. They did exactly what you said that they should do. Oh, they did They did exactly what I said they should do? Mm-hmm. And what was that? Are you confused? As far as... She came out with the song. She oh, I, that's not what I said they should do. That's what I said they absolutely... I wish I had a table. Absolutely had to do. They had to take it seriously. Oh, no, no questions. They did. This is a must. This was a must. There's no point in her being here if she's just going to come out to the fucking Mickey James theme. Yes, they did. They did the right thing. And we'll get into that and so much more about the Royal Rumble. But Dave, where? What the fuck? What the what? The what? <laughs> what the what? Uh, you tell me. So we we had a bit of a streak. We had yeah. a streak going. And who fucked it I up? I think it was about maybe two or three. <laughs> it's like one of those incidents calendars at work. Mm-hmm. How long has it been since your last incident? Uh, Yeah. I was sitting in the parking lot getting stuff in the morning. I knew I had to be home by time. I was going to prep, be ready. Then I got a text message that said, hey, kid. Sorry, bud. <laughs> I'm calling you out. I'm calling Pro- out of the big leagues. Pro- project's been shelved or something. Mm. Um, okay, well, first of all, let's start two weeks ago. Let's let's update the folks because you got back to back text messages. So the first yeah. the first one I get a lot of text messages. Yeah. <laughs> two two weeks ago, uh I got a call from one of my, my wrestling bosses. He he hits me up. And I think I've mentioned this on the show already. If I haven't, 
then that's a mistake on my part. But there's a huge, huge, big, 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 big indie event taking place in Queens, not too far from where I live, uh, called Indies Unite. And it's uh, uh, an event being taken place by multiple promotions, not one promotion putting the show together. Multiple promotions putting uh, a gigantic kind of an all-star game together uh, for one big mega huge event. And uh, one of the companies that we work for selected us as their tag team representative for this big event. So, I mean, you know, we we basically got picked to be on the all-star team, no biggie. Mm. So they said, listen, uh, we're going to book you in this and we're going to do that and this so on the fourth. And I said, oh, that sounds great. And he goes, yeah, but we need our guys to come in and do some video work for the event. Now, when when someone says video work, I assume it's promo, so that's usually what it is. So I was like, yeah, we'll come down, we'll cut a promo, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, all right, cool, but can you be here at 11 in the morning? That's what hurt us because we filmed Sunday morning. So Ooh. I was like, fuck. Well, how long is it going to be? He's like, well, it's video work. I said, yeah, but you know me. If I get in there, I cut a promo, I'm out. He's like, no, 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 video work. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I was like, all right. So that was the first cancellation because I was like, God damn it. I was, I got there. Shit, I'll be honest. I got there late, 11, 10, 11, 15, no biggie. Everybody else got there when they got there. I didn't get out of that place till almost 1 o'clock. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God. And it wasn't even me, like, me holding the whole process up. I did what I had to do. Then I had to wait because what they did was they did a talking head. Is that thing. why you got stuck in the snow? No, we'll get to that. Uh, and there was a car accident. Cause I don't remember that. I don't remember whatever it is they're talking about right now. Yeah, I remember two, the snow thing. That was last week. This is right. two weeks ago. Uh, okay. I had the whole promo thing that I had to do, and 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 not. All right, right, right. Out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we had to go knock that out. Apparently, that was the only time we could do it because he's got the film crew for that time or whatever. So we did like a talking head deal. Where, like, the camera's facing me, but I'm facing an interviewer, and I'm asking questions, but I'm answering questions, but when the interview takes place on the screen, you won't hear the questions, that type of deal. Where it's like, you're saying things in sound bites, and then they put clips over it, blah, 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 blah. So we did that session, and then after that, we had to do actual stand-up promos. It was like a whole deal. We had to take photos. It was a whole stupid spiel. So that took forever to do, but it just the timing of it was bad. So I was like, don't worry about it, because we got the live special coming this week, so we'll be straight. And then hell, all hell breaks loose here in the Northeast. We get ourselves a nice little Nor'easter where everything uh, got piled up and piled up and piled up. So here's here's what happened last week now. So we have a friend who's moving uh, as a matter of fact, the child is in my home right now. My son's best friend, Kaysen, is here. They're playing right now as we speak. But he and his parents, who is my wife's best friend, they're moving. And they're moving to Florida. So Ooh. we had a going away thing. Or was it? Friday. That yeah. Friday before the weekend, whatever the fuck. Right before the Rumble. <laughs> we had, had like a little get-together or whatever. And the plan... On paper was, we're going to go, we're going to celebrate their farewell, and we're going to come home, and everything will be great. Mm-hmm. But, things got 
saucy Ooh. at this party. So we decide there's not a whole lot of room. The, the, the end result was going to be we should crash here. But then it was like, well, there's not really a whole lot of room because there's other people there. So he's, and, and, and she was like, so is it cool if maybe Alex stays with Case and it will drive back? Because her thing was is that she didn't want us driving back inebriated with Alex in the car. So we said, okay. That sounds fair. So we said, hey, Alex will stay here, which he was all gun ho for, obviously. I'm sure. Yeah. So he's like, I'll stay here, and then you guys just come get us in the morning, Saturday morning. No problem. So we get to, we, we drive back to the house, which is about 25, 30 minutes from her house to mine. No problem, because I'm, I'm the best in the world. So we get mm-hmm. home, and we sleep like normal human beings. Wake up in the morning. With the bright-eyed idea, let's go get our son. So uh, we hop in the car, and by now, this is now Saturday morning. It had snowed continuously all night, mm-hmm. and as we're up in the morning, it's still snowing. It didn't stop snowing till later on that evening. Right. Snowed all the way through. So our car is covered. We're boxed in with snow. It's a whole deal, right? So we're shoveling. We're doing this. We're doing that. Then... I turned my head for one second. After I shoveled everything and we're good to go, I go back to the house to drop the shovel off and all the other miscellaneous shit we had to bring into the house so that we made room for the kid. We get back to the car, and as and in that time, a truck for CVS. You know there's a CVS by my house. Mm-hmm. There's a truck for CVS that had us, has us blocked in. Mm. So we're like, okay, that can't stand. So we go into the CVS. I, I'm in a mood because I'm in a rush. To go do shit. So I was like, this truck has to move. So he moves. We finally get him to move the truck. But as I'm skidding out here, everything is iced. There's no one has shoveled anything. Anything. The road, the road itself, the street itself only has tire tracks and footprints. Right. So we're trying to ease out. Right. She's nervous. Let's not, you know, make any mistakes. Blah, 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 blah. We're going down uh, one of the streets, and it's, I want to—I don't say it's downhill, but it has a slope to it. It's going down. And like I said, not everything is shoveled. So we're going down the street. We're not speeding. Obviously, you can't. It's too much snow. But as we're getting close to the light, the car in front of us stopped. Not suddenly either. It's stopped with plenty of time for me to stop. So I'm right behind him. I'm starting to slow up. I hit the brake. You know, you know how you gently get into it and then you come to a stop. I'm right. gently pressing and this shit is not stopping. And I'm pressing and pressing and now I'm on the floor. It's not stopping. So I hit the emergency brake. It's not stopping. The emergency mm. brake starts to shift my car. Uh, if you can put a mental image to it, the front end of my car is moving left. The back end of my car is moving right. I'm starting to turn to my side. Yeah, right? been there before. Yeah, so... I'm spinning the wheel to try to create some sort of traction so it doesn't spin all the way because the last thing I need to do is give this car a roundhouse kick with the car, the ass of my car. As I'm doing that, now it's moving me diagonal. So now I have a split-second choice. I can hit this fucker head-on right from front bumper to rear bumper, or I can try to cushion some of this blow to the side. Mm-hmm. So I went with the side. So I s- turned my wheel, and I hit my right fender, hit his rear bumper and my left fender hit a parked car so i'm wedged in between two cars Mm. so now the last time we got into a fender bender which wasn't really much i got hit from behind mom was in the car with me actually and 
We got hit from behind. It wasn't a heavy hit, but it made a sound for sure. Mm-hmm. And my wife uh, called 911, and they said, is anyone injured? No. Is there any real damage to the vehicles? Anything falling off? Anything that could be a danger? To... No. So, okay, then just call your insurance companies. You guys are good. And they didn't send yeah, anybody. Much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So when we got into this accident, there's a dent. That's a COVID thing, by the way, because they used to always come out no yeah, matter maybe, what. But maybe now if, if you ain't in danger, bro, yeah, you, you got to work that shit out. So on our end here in this particular situation, there's a dent on him. There's a dent on me. There's a really big, noticeable fucking scratch on the parked car. And my whole left side, because it rubbed, mm-hmm. is like scratched to bejesus and back. So The scratches aren't that bad. It's no, the dents that are it's the dents, right. We, so <clears throat> we just had an incident, right? So now all that got taken care of. Insurance companies were involved. Phone calls were made. The guy leaves. And I get back into the car to go get Alex. She's sweating bullets now because wow. we got to get from here to the other side of Brooklyn and we can't get off our block without crashing into cars. So she's cursing up a storm. She's got a whole issue. So now she doesn't want to move the car anywhere. Uh, yeah. So I, I, what am I supposed to say? We just got into a car accident. I literally have no leverage here. Right. So I was like, all right, so what do you want to do? She goes, park the car and we'll go take the train. All right, two trains, not that bad. I double-checked to see if the trains were even running because on our side of the Brooklyn, our trains are outside. And as I previously stated, it's been snowing since oh, the night before. Oh, hell no. So. My man about to spend some time with his friend before they leave. He's so, chilling. So um, that was actually the decision my wife had made. She called up her friend and said, can Alex spend the night again? Because it looks like it's getting really difficult to come get him so we had made the decision okay he's gonna stay blah 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 blah. but then on the news there was an issue people were saying that they were losing power because of the snow mm-hmm. and they were losing heat and it was a whole issue and not for nothing no disrespect but her the building she lives in is no good that's why she's moving right, <laughs> the building right. she's in is no good and i said you know what i can't I can't leave my son in that situation. If that power goes out or they lose heat or whatever and he's cold and he's all fucked up, I can't sit here and let my son do that. All this happened right around when I texted you because the end result was is I'll do the show and then maybe we'll go get him later or he'll he's fine. We'll go get him tomorrow morning. Whatever. It was a lot of things being thrown around. But when I saw that and I saw that there was a possibility that people could lose power, especially in that neighborhood, I was like, no, nah, we got to go get him. So we took the train, and I was still holding out hope that I can get back in time. But then we went to the train station. The train pretty much showed up right when we got there, which was dope. But then <clears throat> as it started moving, it's delayed because of this. It's delayed because of that. I still had to get to the second train. The second train got delayed. By the time we had gotten him and I looked at the clock, we weren't going to be able to do it. That's mm. why I texted everybody and said, I'm just not going to make it back. That's all that it was. I wasn't going to make it back in time. But as a matter of fact, between everything that had happened when I had texted you and coming to get him, I can pinpoint the exact moment that I got off of the train and I was finally on my train stop by my house. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins were already in the ring. I was watching it on my phone. Oh, so shit. Was you was like, out that long? I was out that long. It took 
if I on a regular day, if I take the two trains from my house to her friend's house, forty five minutes to an hour. It took us four hours to get from our side of Brooklyn to her side, pick him up, yeah. walk back to the train station, take the tr- two trains back to my house, and then walk to my house. It That's was crazy. about eight fifteen, eight twenty by the time we got back, and we had left like around two, three o'clock. And I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So that's when I texted everybody. So shit's happened. As a matter of fact, uh, the car that was my car, that the damages that were done to my car literally got fixed this week. I just this morning picked up my car from the shop. She's looking great, shiny as a, mm. as a new penny. She looks, she looks beautiful. Nice. Um, real quick, on another update, I sent you the pictures, and you were right. You were dead on. Everything that you prognosticated on this show is exactly what happened. What? They came into about my, the floor. The floor. Yes, indeed. The update mm. on the House of Old Floor. Folks, That's it. Let us, let's hear it. Yeah. Folks, if you want to know what happened in my house, just go back to maybe like the last episode we released, I think is when you went over it, to the T. I sent them a picture of the hole. So that they can get an idea of what it looks like, because it was all jagged and shit. Yeah. And then they came in and took a look at it, and they brought in wood. And then the the wood they had brought in, I guess the guy who's helping, who helps with the building, he brought the wood, but he brought he brought in a floor guy mm-hmm. to do the floor. And he looked at that wood and said, "That's not gonna work." Yep. So they had to go get another wood. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then he said, "I could make that work." So then, mm-hmm. basically, that means is that he had to cut a bunch of shit down, right? And then uh, they went panel by panel, but they had to customize each panel because my floor, to much to his demise, is completely uneven panel wise. There's right. There's it's gaps a, here. It's, a, it's an actual here. hardwood floor yeah. which comes in. Uh, plethora of sizes. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's the woods all cut up and jagged in different places. He was, this guy had the biggest fucking attitude on the planet, and I agreed with him. I couldn't even be mad at him. He wasn't being rude or anything to us. He just, you could just look at his eyes until he was irritated by all of this. So they brought in the wood finally that he could fuck with, I guess, and they put the wood in. They did. They had to re-cement some of the top. To be honest with you, because it had been sitting there for so goddamn long, mm-hmm. they weren't sure if it would securely be in there. So they had to redo some of that, and that was the first day. Then once they paneled everything, they had to come back, and they they took a fucking sander to it, mm-hmm. and they, they had to finish it. Yeah, they had to finish it, and then at the edges of everything, whatever was poking out, he cut that, he shaved that down. Right. And then the next day, they had came in and he did uh, the polish. So he had to polish it once, and then he had to come back like an hour or two later and then put a second thing over it. And then after that, uh, we had to uh, – it was like a 16-hour period where our house just smelled like – Like shellac. Like shellac. Yeah. Like that's a, yeah, that's a perfect way to explain it. It was like the hottest of glues. Like it yeah, just yeah, smells, yeah. It's nasty. Yeah. It's a horrific fucking smell for forever. It's nasty. Yeah. Poor guy. I feel bad for that guy because yeah. that repair job took – all that time, and I promise you, he did not get paid that well. Yeah, tough. Either he overcharged the fuck out of him, which good for him because repair jobs are dick, or 
he got paid shit, did him a solid, and he has business maybe later on down the line, which is bullshit because most of those places just need repairs, and that's a nasty job. Uh, God bless his soul. Might have been you know, a favor from a friend or whatever. Maybe. Who knows? He's know. a good friend. But I tipped them I'd all. I'd have told you to go fuck yourself. I tipped them all, though. I did. Good. I tipped them all because I there want them no to come people. back because I know they're going to come back at some point. So I just wanted to make sure we left a good impression. Uh, plus, he was irritated. So I was like, you know what? Before he goes out there and slaps this dude, let me pass him. He back. wasn't bitching at you guys, obviously. No, 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 no. He actually had no issue. We had an easier time with the floor people than we did with the pipe people because they were they had an issue with their masks. And we had just had COVID when they came in for that. Mm-hmm. So Steph was not about that life. She was like, you got to put that mask on and all kinds of shit. And that was an issue. But here... This dude was, he was cool with us. He had the attitude with the other dude, like, especially when they brought that first wood in. Yeah. What is this fucking plywood you just brought? Yeah, he picked up the wood and he dropped it. I can't, what is, no. Can't work with this trash. He was, his complaint, I think it was, is that the first set he brought was too thin. He said, yeah, makes sense. He said, this is going to sink. Yeah. As soon as they put that couch back over here, that's it. We're going to be back in here repairing it again. Yeah, yeah. You can make it hover and look nice. The moment you put pressure on this bitch, it's just dropped by like a quarter of an inch. (laughs) And the (laughs) the weight weight alone probably will crack the wood, I would think. That's funny. Over time. Well, it's fixed then, yeah? Fixed. Look at you, man. But did they fix all the other bullshit in the house, too? Oh, they did. They did. Oh, look at uh, you. You're like a whole the, new apartment. Uh, yeah, it's like a whole new Look at you <laughs> finally paying full price for an apartment you should be paying for. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And all this just in time, I tell you, because uh, this is February, which means my son turns seven. Damn. This month, yeah. Yeah, seven fucking years. I th- is that veteran status? Am I a veteran dad now? No, you have to hit 10 yet. You have to hit 10. You got to hit 10. In my book, you got to hit 10. That's a nice round number. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. A decade. They can survive a decade. You've done a a good (laughs) job. I've proven my point. He can leave now. I remember the first time uh, Alex hit one, we high-fived, and I said, dude, you did it. You survived (laughs) a year, dude. Holy shit, you Mm. did it, dude. Look at you, man. Seven years deep. Not even thinking twice about it anymore. I've now accomplished... uh, that feat seven more times or six more times, I should say. Yeah, uh, he's in there See? with his best friend right now, tearing up my entire living room. But that's fine because he's been, that's he's what kids are supposed to do. Yeah, man. and he and I feel bad. This is his best friend, bro. They've known each other literally since birth, and he's moving to Florida. Yeah, that's what's sad. I, re- I remember those moments having a best friend at that young age, and then someone moves, you move, whatever the case may be, mm. and uh, you just kind of. It sucks because we put that emotion on them, and as time goes by, they'll they'll grow past it. But it's still like shitty if you think about it. Just to not have your your fucking homie there, man. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. So that's all the stuff that's been going on over here. That's an explanation as to why we've been gone for so long. But uh, what's up with you? What have you been doing for two weeks? Oh, I'm just having a child. Well, you kind of you kind of mentioned it the other day. I mean, the last couple podcasts ago. So no, whatever. You did. You said I have my little one running around now. When you said that, I'm like, oh, you're an asshole. (laughs) I don't remember saying that. Was this last episode we did? The what? I think when uh, that wasn't the last episode. It was a few episodes ago. 
we were like, you go to, were you, did you have any news? I'm like, nah, you're like, and then we made a joke and you were like, yeah, I got mine over there right oh, now. Well, I'm like, oh, well, well, fuck. It was all, <laughs> might joking, as well just say it now. It was all in a joking capacity. No one knew. I suppose. You're confirming. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's happening. So you, 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 you're having a, a child. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, I guess based on what you just said a second ago. Yeah. Um, you you are gonna get the one year high five? Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, I mean, or are you I putting would, pressure I, on Hopefully, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say it's like, well, I mean, he's gotta get there first. <laughs> Let's not put the cart before the horse here. Let's hope we can get this fucker twelve months in, and then we'll yeah, we'll pop the champagne. There it is. So you're giving my son a cousin. Look at that. See, way to participate. Good, good, uh, good team play there, buddy. Yeah, man. So I'm uh congratulations yeah, to that. you and congratulations to Nor and uh and spend a, let's send a special set uh, a shout out to Nor for for taking that seed in the first place and willing Jesus Christ. willing to contribute to the family tree. Look at that. Good to go. And we got one more we got one more surprise as well. Oh. Oh, okay. Been kind of holding up a little bit, but we got one more surprise. Oh, okay. Uh we know what the baby is too. Ooh. Okay. So we'll just say it all right here, right now. I, my friend, am having a little girl. What? A lady <laughs> Ling? Yep. Oh, my God. We the only, rarest of rare. The rarest of rare. All, to my knowledge, there's only one in existence in the wild. That's what literally <laughs> we were talking about. Like, before I knew we were talking about that, Lily was... Pretty hype. She was like, "Yes, another one. Yes. One of us. One, one of us. One of us. That's it. They're gonna take the baby away in a cloak, and, yeah, uh, and 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 make her swear the Ling oath. Yeah, we got. There's another one. Oh man, another one. All right. Yep. Well, there you go. Well, what are your feelings on that? A girl. I'm good. Good. I'm there hyped. you go. There you go. All right. I'm hyped. I'm oh excited. my god! You know my son's gonna be fucking nuts when he finds out he's gonna get a little female cousin. He's gonna go berserk. Mm-hmm. Finally, yeah. Re- finally Healthy. Every pass all the tests. Everything was negative. We took all that stuff, and everything is is perfectly fine. So that's what I was. That's what I was mainly waiting for. Is that information? The healthy. So, and yeah, 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 yeah. Zero, yeah literally yeah, negative yeah. on every test. So. It's good. It's so good. far so good, and we got we got a little one coming. There there, it go. feels very freaking soon. We're already past three months, so uh huh. Yep. And, and then you, nuts. You guys so. are expecting in August, I think your picture. Yeah, in, right? August. Look at that. Look at that. Yep. Oh my God, I'm gonna have a niece. I don't have a niece. I have like I have a bunch of nephews. So this is gonna mm-hmm. be weird. All right. Yeah, she's gonna be spoiled. That's for sure. <laughs> She's gonna be the only girl though. That's uh, mm-hmm. that stinks. Well, my son will play dollies with her. I'm sure he will. He loves playing dollies. I'm sure he does. <laughs> oh, He's a free spirited young man. That's right. That's right. Gender rules don't apply to him for some goddamn reason. So, uh, in the meantime, while all this was going, on, wait, I didn't mean to cut you off. Was that all the news you wanted to share? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty you? much all I got. Man, sleep is like non-existent. That's not true. The past few days, see, that's why it's been kind of tough. It's because the last few days we've actually been getting sleep and it's uncomfortable because we'll literally be sleeping until like one in the afternoon and it's the worst feeling in the world. So 
we're and we're trying to take advantage of it while we still can as well. You know what I mean? Because you never know when that sleep's gonna stop again. So we just try to take it while when we can. But in the past, like few months we've been on here dude i've been, it's been a struggle to get no sleep trying to wake up on time to do this man it's freaking brutal i don't even want to go back and listen to this i probably sound so fucking tired the whole time when you're talking. <laughs> oh just now you mean this episode here <laughs> no no no. i just mean like the past few episodes that we've done oh, i yeah. don't i don't even remember half of them so fucking i was so fucking tired hey welcome to my one hey, a few man. of those episodes sometimes where i'm just like did i say that damn fuck um, it Oh no! I stand by everything I say, even in my <laughs> unconscious mind. I stand, I stand by it. By it all. That's how real I am. Oh, even man. when I'm not thinking, I say some real shit. <laughs> oh man, that's usually when you say the realest. That's it, man. When you raw, just letting uncut. it go, raw, there you go. Yeah, unsolicited, just just going with it. That's it. Uh, a lot of things has happened in the world of professional wrestling. Yeah. Whilst we were out. Uh, of uh, handling our personal business. Um, we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble because officially, you know, regardless of how wrestling treats me in my life, I've always got WrestleMania. And we're on the road. Uh, unfortunately, I think we've hit speed bumps already uh, on this road. Right on the entrance ramp, we, we had a fender bender. Uh, right. We're going to talk about the Royal Rumble in just a second, but something had... Uh, no notes for this show between me and Dave today. We're throwing this one together. But I did want to get your opinion on something. Uh, I'm, I'm, completely, I'm completely 100% sure that you haven't heard this. I'm hitting you, probably going to be hitting you this with this uh, fresh. But John Moxley, when last we spoke mm. about John Moxley and the whole rehab deal, he's, he returned while we were gone. Okay, and he's doing the whole. He uh, uh, he he came back for AEW, obviously, with the Dynamite match, and he defended his Game Changer Wrestling uh, Heavyweight Championship in Hammerstein Ballroom uh, recently as well. He's back. He's on a roll here, doing things again. Looks healthy. Looks good. Uh, wanted to get your opinion on something. Uh, his main deal, his main squeeze, his main promotion. His, I guess you could his say. Stick. Yeah, it's with AEW. Yep, obviously, it's where the uh-huh. money's coming from. Right now, yeah. Unfortunately, when he was coming out of rehab, his initial comments about wrestling actually wasn't AEW. It was Game Changer. He assured everyone he would be defending that championship at Game Changer Wrestling, and then somewhere down the line, kind of, oh yeah, and I'll be back on Dynamite. So the opinion that I wanted to get from you, because I, I'm pretty—is this the first time you're hearing any of this? Yes. First time you're hearing any of this. I wanted a fresh opinion. That's why I didn't want. I myself didn't want to get two balls deep into it until I heard from you. Your opinion on that, in the sense of should he have started his return through GS, GCW, or should he start have started his return uh, with AEW? Um. I, I'm assuming this is some type of controversy people are talking about that yes. he didn't address AEW first. Yes, and I noticed uh, I didn't hit you with people online are saying because that's, that's the, the beauty of AEW? Question mark? Like, you know what? Yes, I that's the beauty of AEW. Yes. Honestly, I, in my whole heart, because I've announced this last time we spoke, I, I am I am all on board on uh, the leadership of AEW and Tony I think Khan. One of, 
and I like how you knew that I forgot his name in the moment and you screamed <laughs> it out loud. I am a huge Khan fan at the moment. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think I wouldn't believe in my heart that he had any problem with that at all. I think there are people who are who are going to think, you know, this is the company you're at because they may or may not be the bigger company at the moment. But again, I think that's the beauty of AEW. I don't think it matters. If he is a champion somewhere, I believe Tony Khan would respect that. And probably to him, it would make sense that he would address where he's the champion of first. Yeah, if I'm going to stop. I don't see a problem with it. If he allows it, if if there's no, hey, you're for this company, this company alone, we have an image to upkeep. Blah 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 blah. He was worried about that. I think that's disrespectful. Right, you're being disrespectful, and you're going against the grain. You're going against the contract. You're going against a promise that you made when you signed that paper. But if that is not the case, I don't see an issue with it at all. If anything, I think he did the right thing. If anything, I think that's really dope, and it's a very big push for the promotion. Right, like they're talking about it right now. Yeah. Even the controversy of, hey, man, you disrespect the AEW for this company. Think of how many people are going to check him out over there just because he did that. And I think Tony Khan supports that. I don't think he has a problem with it. No. I mean, if he, I think I think by now that if he would have had a problem with stuff like that, John wouldn't be doing it. No, I, I don't think he would either. Yeah. I think I think a lot of these guys have respect for Tony as well. So I don't know. I, I'll take that all aside. I don't see a problem with it. Uh, if he's the champion there, it actually kind of makes sense to me that he would address them first. I mean, you want me to address you first? If this is an open market, you want me to address you first? Yo, where's my belt? Where's my <laughs> belt? Where's my incentives? If that's not where he is right now, right there, yeah. then guess what? I work. I work mainly for the other company right now. I have the belt there. I am. I am the face of their company at the moment. So. That's who I'm going to address first. Oh, and I wrestle over at this place called AEW as well. They're pretty dope. You should check them out. You should check them out. Uh, so that's how I feel Him about being it. the champion, is that what makes you feel better about this? If he wasn't the champion and if he was he just wasn't on the, the card cha- for If he company. wasn't the champion, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's – again, I think it's just because of the way AEW seems to represent themselves. So I don't think it's a problem uh, that at that point, it's just a matter of, hey, why didn't you address AEW? Because they're the more popular company. But who are we to tell him what company he loves more or which company he should prioritize? You know, we don't know the contract talks in the back. We don't know what's the word status in each company. Right. And if they both allow it, it's literally just cross pollinization. So if they're both smart. They both cross uh, fan bases, which I'm sure, believe it or not, there are people who watch the other company more than AEW. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It happens. So yeah, I don't know, it just benefits everybody. I think we're slowly walking away from uh, this whole. Hey, you work for that company, you should be representing that company. It's no, I mean it's a free market. I I, I love this company that only does shows and in, in little ballrooms just as much as I love the main stage with the pyro. You know, yeah. I, I enjoy both. And I think that's the beauty of what wrestling is all about. Well, along the way, after John Moxley did go to the Hammerstein ballroom, did successfully defend his game changer wrestling heavyweight championship against homicide. He then did return to AEW dynamite. 
not at a physical form. They allowed him to come in and do his entrance and cut a John Moxley-like promo, and that was the end of his work for that night. He's wrestled since, but in his debut, in his return, I should say, he cut a promo, which was a really good promo. If you sit down and watch it, it's actually pretty nice, and it fits in line with what he does as a character. Right. It kind of walked that line of him being appreciative and him doing a shoot, but at the same time staying within some sort of realm of what John Moxley is. Mm-hmm. The one thing he did not do is apologize. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, what the fuck would he need to apologize for? That's a good question. Because over on Busted Open Radio, <laughs> one of the highest radio... That's not a real radio yeah. station. <laughs> yes, is it? it is. Are you being serious? Yeah, okay. Busted um, Open Radio. Busted uh, Open Radio. Uh, okay, they, they, they operate on Sirius. It's uh, Mark. They it's, better. It's Mark Henry, Bully Ray, uh, Don LaGreca's brother. I forgot. Dave. Is it Dave LaGreca? I think it's Dave LaGreca. Uh, the, they they have their own little podcasting going on, and Bully Ray got his balls stapled to a fucking plank of wood because, for some oddball reason, he decided to tell the world that it would have been a really cool idea if Moxie had gone out there and apologized to the fans. For what? For his disappearance, for the fact that AEW has put so much on his plate and made him such an important figure into what they do and then he just decided to leave now he said specifically and i want to clarify this because i keep saying it online and i don't think people who are reacting to this heard what he said i heard it he did not say that moxley owed anybody an apology it's a it's a personal thing it's a rehab thing you're trying to get yourself some help he understands it's not he didn't think that he's supposed to go out there and just start apologizing like an idiot. Then why say that? What he's saying is, is as a babyface, as a character, work-wise, okay. he feels it would have endeared him more to that audience had he come back and apologized for the time in which he was missing. Not Moxley, though. That's the point. That's to not me anyway. Moxley. That's not Yeah, that's Moxley. not a Moxley thing, though. Moxley has a way of apologizing without saying the words, I'm sorry. I think, and I kind of, if you listen to the promo, I think that's what he I did. I promise that's probably what he that's did. That's probably what he did, yeah. He'll make promises. I, he'll, 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 he'll do things like that where his promos will speak for the fact that he's back. Yeah. Or he's here. He thanks people. He's going to put, or thanking them, yeah. shit like that. That's. How he apologizes. That's, that's how he hears himself he to the audience. And that's the way I would want to see Moxley apologize. So to me, that would be an apology. Of the, yeah. I didn't see the promo. I, I want to. Yeah. And I'm going to. But um, yeah, that's to me how he would have not been like, hey, guys, my bad. Like that shit would just be weird for his character for yeah. me. When you see his promo, you'll, you'll, because I did see it, you'll see that it fits right with what he should be doing. It fit perfectly to a T. So that was another controversial thing that took place. Kind of wanted to fill you in on to see what you thought about the whole shenanigan of it. But let's move on to the biggest controversy of them all. We're going to talk about the Royal Rumble. Okay, now you did see the Royal Rumble. Uh I also saw the Royal Rumble. And I'm a little pissed because we had our bracket set up for that pre-show thing. And I'm going to save it. Uh, I still want to do it because uh, the, the guests that I had planned for that show, they filled out their brackets, and they were not happy that, <laughs> that I canceled the fucking thing. 
So they're holding on to their brackets, and we're going to figure out a date to come back and do that because I still think it's a great conversation to have uh, as far as the Royal Rumble goes. It's still one of my favorite matches ever. I love the Royal Rumble. I love almost everything about the Royal Rumble, to be honest with you. It's one of my favorite matches in the entire wrestling business. Uh, but we're going to come back to that because we can't do prognostications anymore because it done happened already. Right. We, we, we can't we can't predict anything when it's a reality. It's here. So um, we're going to get into it, and we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble right now. Uh, before we do, I just want to mention really quickly before we get into this whole Royal Rumble thing that uh, I've been uh, on and off with the show for a little bit. Uh, that's going to be picked back up. But I wanted to remind everybody because we're heading into uh, we're heading into WrestleMania season, so there's going to be some new stuff that I'm putting out. AJOUM.com, obviously the merch store where you can support the shows, shirts, uh, what is it my son says, uh, t-shirts, blankets, uh, beach towels, question mark. There's a lot of different <laughs> things that you guys can get. I feel, uh, I feel judged by him when he reads that shit. Yeah, like, why are you, like, bro, you know it's winter, right? Like, why are you selling beach beach, whatever? Listen, your company, not mine. I, I'm just reading the shit, all right? <laughs> this, is, this is what was on the card. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of ways to support the show there. Um, somebody has finally gotten to my ear and convinced me I'm going to be, I haven't written it all down yet, but there's going to be a Patreon at some point uh, coming down the line, so hopefully that'll open up some new channels. And I've got the link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash, no, yes, backslash A-J-O-U-M. That takes you to all things AJ or CD and or CD's Uncensored Mind related, all the different platforms in which you can listen to the show, and of course, all the different social medias in which you can follow. All if you if you do do that, I think we should commit to doing something special for that, oh, like something course. specific for that. Yeah, of course. Like maybe 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 figuring out a way to tack on like an extra hour where we talk about something specific that we normally don't, and then add it separately on onto that because that's mainly what that platform is for yeah. you know exclusive content so i was thinking of i don't know an idea on that. yeah i was idea. thinking of putting uh upcoming interviews on that with certain people yeah oh that'd be dope yeah, uh, yeah i'm gonna yeah, be yeah. i'm gonna be at an event as a matter of fact like i just said indies unite march 12th uh i'm gonna be in the building with a lot of people that i would like to talk to chelsea green is gonna be there pco is gonna be there there's a lot of names there that i'd like to get my hands on so right. um, that would be something that I could put in the can, and yeah, uh, ideas and, and put stuff out there like that. So it's definitely definitely something to look out for, guys. But let's talk about the Royal Rumble now. The Royal Rumble, as I stated to you guys, I was on the train when Rollins and Reigns hit the. Uh, we're already in the ring, right? But I did not catch the beginning of it. So <laughs> when we got out of the tunnel, and I was able to turn my phone, you know, get signal on my phone, I put on Peacock. And Reigns and Rollins are already in the ring, and Rollins is wearing his shield gear. Mm -hmm. I immediately, I immediately turned my app off. I said, "No, I've got to see this from the fucking beginning," because that's and not as what well I saw. as you should have. And I turned it off immediately. All I saw was a drop kick, and I said, "Nope, off." Came home, put the brat to bed, turned on my uh, my peacock here on the TV in the room. Started and it from I the started it from the beginning, yep. and I got to see it. And mm -hmm. I, I said, oh, my God, the full entrance. 
down to the little details, like, for instance, uh, the the roll when Rollins does that roll of the barricade into the into the ringside area. I mean, everything. He's still doing the Jack Nicholson bit. He's still doing the Joker stuff, you know. But he's 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 in his troll. Yeah, in his troll. <laughs> yes. He showed me a side of Seth that I I really did underappreciate back in the day. Oh, that's what his the creativity. Side? That intro when I saw that I'm like, dude, can this just be the what we do? <laughs> like I like this, like I like this a lot. And then they start cutting to the promos where I think it's a little bit better than it was a few months ago. I feel like he toned it back a little bit and he's going in a little bit of like a more specific direction with yes. the gimmick, but. Even in that troll, man, I was like, "This is this is what we need. We don't need the whole group back. No. We, we don't need that. This, but this, I like this. Like, I, I don't have a problem with I this love, intro, this gimmick, yeah. this attire. This, <laughs> it was good. I love the uh, the facial expression of Roman. I love, I love the fact that first of all, I was a little, I was confused. See, I'm I'm really good at picking up bio language things when it comes to performers in the ring." So when Roman comes in and does the whole entrance, which takes six hours to do, right? He's got to hit every nuance. He's got to do it as slow as humanly possible. But at the end of it, he did something he doesn't normally do. He, he like, he did the hand motion of move, move. He did like a swiping motion because the ring announcer and the referee were in the back corner, which is where they usually are. And then he did like a move out of the way deal, and then he put his back to the corner. I've never seen him do that. So I'm like, what is he doing? And then you heard it, Sierra Hotel. And I was like, what the fuck? And you could see his face. His facial expression was perfect. That what the fuck <laughs> look on his face. And then here comes fucking, uh, here comes Jack Nicholson, man, out through the crowd. And I'm like, wow, he chose the fucking stadium, the fucking stadium walkway to do all this garbage. And he does the roll. He's got the whole the whole shebang, the whole outfit on. That man went full shield mode on that out there, and I was like, I'm here for it. This is great. And the match itself, what did you think of the match? I thought the match itself was actually pretty good too. It wasn't bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a good, it was a good match. The whole time, but I, I want to see match. more. Like yeah. I, I'm interested to see more between the two. So that whole match, I'm watching it with Steph, and the whole match, we're watching the match. We're not really talking much. We're just watching the match. About halfway through, I looked at Steph, and I said, I would be stunned if the two of them said a fucking word to each other all day because they're just moving. They're just, right. they're just doing. It, wasn't, I, no, it man, did this not is, feel this is like there was spots. for them, man. They've been doing this for way too long. That's what I'm saying. Against each other, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Their chemistry together is just – and that's probably what made this so good. And that's probably what made Seth look so good here too, is just because of the chemistry, the the what they do for each other. And it says a lot, man. When yeah. your opponent could just make the difference in what your gimmick does, your your gimmick could sell specifically on the feud or or the the match that you're having in the moment, and could completely fall off later, depending on who you're going up against. And these two just have so much chemistry; it just it works, man. It really does. Uh, I I didn't like the fact that this was the first match, but as the paper I was view, blown away by that too. I, yeah. I'm starting to realize that they're throwing these championship matches like at the beginning, which conditions me to assume that it's going to be a lackluster, lazy match. <laughs> 
Uh, right? I don't know about that. Not with Rollins in it. <laughs> well, I'm just saying when I see this, my brain goes, oh, this one's going to get phoned in. Like, why is the, I don't know, maybe I'm just old school. Yes. But for me, a, a, a championship match at the beginning just skews my perception of what's about to happen. I'm open-minded, so I'll watch it and, and see what happens. But I don't know. When I see that, I'm like, this can't be good news, man. This yes. really just cannot be good news. And for the record, I don't know who else picked up on this. But you guys out there know me. I'm, I'm good with the details. The whole point of that program was that Reigns had never beaten Rollins. That was Rollins' whole deal with the match. Right. You know, you, you, you dominate everybody else, but you, you just can't beat me. You've never beaten me. You're, you're probably never going to beat me. And then we get to the Royal Rumble, and guess what happens? Reigns didn't beat him. <laughs> he lost yeah. again by right. disqualification. I mean, when you look at the match, you know, I'd rather, if you're going to tell me, hey, do you want to be the winner or the loser, based on how that went, I'd rather be the loser, I guess. Cause yeah, I mean, there's got- not many of these left. You know, yeah. there's sometimes in, in, a, in a pile of shit, there's a diamond, right? So there's not many of these left for for um, for Roman. You know what I'm saying? So they're, they're doing a they're doing a good job at trying to keep it alive until they eventually give Roman the win. But it is a good it is a good story. It is a it does put Roman in a weird underdog situation because of him never actually pinning. Seth, so the 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 disqualification was probably assumed to was gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like we, you you saw this kind of coming. Yeah, uh, and they're gonna the ride this one temper, out for a little bit. Yeah, the way that his temper was boiling over and over and over yeah. again. They're gonna ride this one out a little bit, as they should. When you have something, you don't just just give it away so quick. And like I said, Roman doesn't have many of these left. So ride that story as long as you can. As long as it makes sense, and then give him the payout. Yeah, not a whole lot of bloodline here. All Rollins, all Reigns, one-on-one matchup. They delivered in the first matchup right there. Only about 14, 15 minutes long, but all quality shit. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we got to the first Rumble match. The 30-woman Royal Rumble match. Winner gets a shot at the women's championship at wrestlemania and we had a surprise actually this was the one of the two that actually had surprises uh the actual surprise entrances from uh the ladies in this matchup i'm sorry but um is it me maybe it's me but it's the surprises are the same surprises every year right i mean it's kelly kelly every year it's michelle mccool every year it's uh, let me see. Melina was new. That was a new one. Um, she's gone full Latina now. Thicker, <laughs> thicker than a snicker, as they say. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal is uh, Melina. Mm-hmm. Um, few surprises. Lita wasn't really a surprise. You know when no, you, when you cut a when you cut a promo like the week before, telling the whole world that you're gonna fucking be there. It ain't a surprise. So I don't know why everybody included that one in the surprise bin. It's not a surprise when they tell you to come in. But there was one surprise that actually was a surprise. And I'm sure someone on the pre-show, if we had done one, would have mentioned this, and I would have called bullshit on this. But there were only a handful of people that I saw on my Facebook that called this. But Ronda Rousey, Rowdy Ronda Rousey, excuse me, 
would come back. I, and I would have honestly said that if she shows up, she's winning. Yeah. I no, know I, I my heart. That's that, what yeah. I would have fucking said. Yeah, because they're not going to have her in there and lose. The no. boy, oh boy. <laughs> Did she fucking stink it up, dude? That was the worst <laughs> I've ever seen around the house. Oh my. So, the worst. So she did exactly what I think everyone else anticipated CM Punk to do when he came back. Mm. She had so much rust on her, yep. it was visible. Her punches were so pulled, she might as well have ran like a Dragon Ball Z gimmick and stood there with her hands folded and everybody else just selling punches and shit. Because <laughs> that's how bad, that's how bad her punches look. Her her wind-ups were literally wind-ups. Like, it looked like at one point, I think there was someone in the corner and she ran to go do like a, like slam her body into her. And she literally looked like she was doing like the hoe train dance. Like, oh, that's no. how much of a wind-up it was. It was it was insane. It was so disgusting. There was one move that I saw. It, it was her, and I think, I want to say, I want to say it was um, Charlotte. Her and Charlotte had, a, had, like, one little encounter in the ring that was caught by the camera. And I remember verbally out loud saying, that is the nastiest move I've ever seen. <laughs> seen in the fucking ring of my whole life that just looked so nasty but maybe she's just rusty and nervous and, and it all showed right there so we'll, we'll give her a shot to get that rust off of her man but that was fucking nasty R- rusty and i think cautious because remember when ronda was here they were very specific on the people that she worked with she didn't work with everybody and yeah. there's a lot of people in that ring at that time when she came in that she had never worked with before so how does it look like she comes off the bench for after, what, two years? And she comes in the ring and she just starts popping bitches. That's not going to work. No, that's going really? to that's, that's gonna cause some issues. So oh, I, man. I can see that. her pulling. Her and Baisley should have started yeah. punching. They should have just started going crazy. That would have been nuts. When I saw those two square off in the middle, I was like, give us just one minute. Just one minute of like a few blows and a couple of like I wanted, a couple of grapples. Yeah, I was that gonna, that's what I was looking for. Sick. I was I oh, wanted them to start so chaining good. and wrestling. Yeah, like actual like judo shit with each other. Like actual oh, that shit. Been, like, or oh kicks. Do some kicks to the to the to the legs or something. I wanted to see one of them go for an actual technical takedown. Yes. And just dude. fucking ground it, guard up like they would nothing. in the actual octagon. I was like, oh my nothing. god, here it comes. Absolutely nothing. The oh. highlight of this entire match if you want to call it that was molly holly coming out oh boy i knew it to the superhero music and as she was coming out my 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 all of these words exited my mouth where is nikki i haven't seen her she better be here and she better jump on her instantly or they just wasted all of this. That she could have came out something else. And Lord and me, soon as she hits the bottom of the ramp, <laughs> this chick come out of nowhere, started screaming, there can only be one. <laughs> which is fucking awesome. And then just instantly eliminated her, which was great. I'm glad they, they saw the opportunity and they seized it. Well, it was perfect. Uh I don't know if you've been watching Raw. You know she turned heel. I can tell. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> well, you're tell. up to date about it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can tell the way. I can tell just the way that the that um she's been acting 
uh, yeah, for sure. She's definitely going a little heel. She should change the outfit when she oh. full blown goes heel. If not already, oh, she should man. darken the outfit yeah, though for sure. Darken the outfit. There you go. Yeah, you run the risk of looking too Batwoman ish if you get too dark. But that's fine. Yeah, almost a superhero is she. We gotta mm-hmm. stop. Can we? Can someone? I was saying this the whole match. Maybe it's gonna get me heat. Maybe it isn't. Can someone make sure that Michelle McCool's fax machine is working? She didn't get the fax. She, the fax of the fax machine. She didn't get the fax. The the, the intercompany fax. She wasn't in on the group text message or the Damn. group email. All the old timers that got in that ring in the women's Royal Rumble, they did their entrance. They went into the ring. They got a few seconds of punches or something, and then immediately thrown out. No legend besides Lita was in that match for a tremendous amount of time. Except for Michelle McCool, who just refused (laughs) to leave that fucking ring. She didn't get the memo. They said, yes, listen, we we brought in some of you guys because we needed to fill some spots. Don't take too much shine from the new guys. Just get in there and do your shit. Michelle McCool was like, nah. (laughs) It's like, I got, listen... I got a babysitter. I caught a flight. I'm doing shit. <laughs> I'm doing shit, son. I'm, doing I'm making shit, a night son. out of yeah, this. Yeah, I'm doing shit, son. You got a problem? Take it up with my husband because I'm not. No. She got her entrance, and she came in, and she started fucking punching bitches in the face. Started eliminating people like she's going to WrestleMania, okay? She's executing finishing moves. She had a faith breaker in there. I love the whole time I'm screaming, who? Is agitating this match. Who told Michelle McCool to she go berserker mode? She was like, I was watching recent, like, not recent, I'm sorry, old uh, Raws and Smackdowns with Kurt Angle back in the day mm-hmm. where they were trying to get over the fact that when he pulled his straps down, he would go berserk. And they were saying on the TV, oh, Kurt, Kurt Angle's about to go Olympic on your ass. She went full Olympic on everybody's ass in this Royal Rumble. She fought everybody. The referee almost caught oh, hands. Oh, man. That's funny. I said, what is Michelle McCool doing? She She's said, in there, man. She's trying to tell you that she should have never left. She said, nigga, I'm in the Rumble. That's She's here it. to stay. Oh, that would have been even better if like, she went, if she really did go off script and stayed in there much longer than she should have. Yeah, she and then she got out of the ring and like grabbed the mic and announced her return. And the people in the back have no fucking clue what's going on. Uh, so, that yeah, would have been great. She would have uh, got to the back and it cal- the adrenaline calms down. It's just like, so your back's like, no, no, wait, what happened out there? I blacked yeah, out. Yeah, Will Ferrell, I blacked out. What happened? I blocked what out. What happened? What happened? Barely, you just signed a contract yeah. for two more years. She's like, oh, no, I don't think my babysitter's going to stick around that long. <laughs> oh, no. What am I going to do? I got to go back to care.com oh, and figure this out. Michelle McCool. Oh, oh my God. She God. That's was, funny. She went fucking hot. I, I, there was one point where I swear to God, I was making a joke. I said, if she eliminates one more bitch and then points at the WrestleMania side, I said, Charlotte's in trouble. I said, you better, you better, you better retire on top because if you get Michelle McCool at WrestleMania, bitch, you are doing the job. So yeah. when, so when, uh, Shotzi came out at 29. Oh my! Were you like, were my, you like, oh boy, we my, might have a new Royal Rumble winner? Listen, my rectum tight. Even her entrance is fucking like. <laughs> who, who is she for? I, I, my rectum tightened up when shots when Shitsy Blackshark made her entrance. 
I said, if these motherfuckers pull the trigger on Shotzi Blackheart, and then I quickly realized, wait, Ronda's in the ring. We're good. We're good. The savior. Yeah, the uh, you savior know what? I'll tell you one thing I was kind of surprised for. I felt like the energy in the building got got really big when Baszler actually came out. I didn't know she was like, no, <sighs> it, it, the fans love her for the potential of what she could be. When she was in NXT, she was an un, she was an uncontrollable badass. She was the women's champion for like 500 days or some shit. Mm-hmm. She was untouched. She was a machine. So there's still a lot of people that hold out hope that one day, someday, they're going to let her shine the way she should, but I doubt it, because everybody everybody plays a role now, and we're going to get into that in a second. Well, not in a second. We're going to get into that at the end, when we talk about the men, okay, because people... People are still not getting the message, but we're going to clarify it here on the show, but we'll move on. To the next match, which we, was... we need to stop. We need to stop looking at these Royal Rumbles as anything but a gimmick. Now it's the, just you. a gimmick. Thank you. Yes, and it's and it's just a. I don't even know what you're going to talk about. To be honest with you, but mm. it's a gimmick. It's the only thing that keeps me from being triggered. It's a gimmick. It's just a a, a way to get from point A to point B in a traditional fancy way. That's all it is. Because if I can assume what you're going to talk about and I can assume what people are pissed about in the male Royal Rumble, Mm -hmm. the moment that music hit, my brain asked a thousand questions. And then at the end of it, I was just like, fuck it. It's it doesn't matter if it was at this event or a different type of event. This is where it's going. And they're telling they're telegraphing it. I think that's what's the worst thing. They've been doing it for a while, but they're just telegraphing it. If you can literally, they're not even trying to disguise it anymore, but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there because the next match, uh, okay, this this is how I will be able to describe for those of you who didn't see it. Um, if there's anybody out there that suffers, and, and I can only assume that's the proper adjective, suffering, if you suffer from bouts of insomnia, if you have a if you have trouble oh, sleeping no. at night. See, you're telegraphing right now, and it makes me sad. <laughs> if Come you, on, dude. If, if you have trouble sleeping at night, if you're, if you're rocking and rolling and moving about the bed, you're uncomfortable, something's just off, put on Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop, and I promise you, how long was this match? 13 minutes? Mm-hmm. Seven to eight minutes. You're going to be conked out. You're going you're gonna to be asleep G- gingerly. You're gonna, it's going to be comfortable. I don't think I have a problem with – the match. My problem is with Becky Lynch right now. I, I I literally slowed down on watching wrestling because of the. I I'm still not over it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not one of these new kids. I guess it's lingering on me every time I see Becky Lynch. I just rethink of what the fuck happened, and you just can't unsell me on that. You just really can't. You can't. I'm I'm just pissed You're about, about how it went the about. Slam thing. Yes, I can't get over it. I can't take her seriously anymore because there was there were there was no honor or respect to anyone there, both both writers, people decision makers and her as well. There was no respect because I don't want to hear that maybe that's what she was told was going to happen and she had no say so. Because people who stand up together and come up with a better decision can figure it out. 
that I just can't get over that situation. So every time I see her on the screen, which makes me sad because I used to love Becky Lynch, I just keep thinking of that situation and it makes me not want to watch these matches at all. You're holding her guilty for a crime she didn't commit. She did commit. She stood in the I mean, ring. She, and she pulled did the trigger, but she didn't okay, call then the hit. She committed it. She that doesn't matter. She didn't it call doesn't the matter. hit. You gotta go you for the big fish. I literally just lined you up with people who stand together can make a change. I don't want to hear. Oh, but nobody stands together in that country. All right. Well, then that okay. Then you're <laughs> part of the problem. Well, we're agreeing here. I can't. I can't. I just can't. I. I cannot justice watch for Bianca. Her. I cannot watch her seriously. What to would me, personally? What, what would rehab it if she dropped nothing? It, back to it Bianca? cannot be rehabbed. Oh, that's it. It's done forever. It's done. It's fucking done. I've tried to move past this. <laughs> I've worked it out. I've spoken to people about I, this. I, I've tried. I don't want to live in a world where <laughs> I feel like Liv Morgan is getting a bigger push than. Bianca Belair. Which, I don't want to live in that world. You know what? We just talked about the Royal Rumble a second ago. I know that we moved on. Liv Morgan is fucking garbage. Everything about... Listen, I'm sorry. I can't stand it. I'm I can't so sorry. stand it. it. I can't stand I it. I was quickly reminded how shitty she is when one of the surprise entrances was Sarah Logan and who was including Ruby Soho, the best worker on that team, Riot Squad, was Sarah Logan. There's no mm-hmm. argument to be made. I know everyone likes Ruby Soho. That's great. I don't have a problem with her either. But Sarah Logan is by far the better wrestler than all of them. Liv was always the worst, and it wasn't a conversation. If you asked the Riot Squad who the <laughs> f- worst wrestler on the team was, Liv would not let them speak. It's me. It's me. It's, I'm sorry. She is so bad. Her timing is bad. Her selling is bad. Her promos are bad. Her matches are bad. She's bad. Some might say, I don't want to go too far. I don't want to speak in hyperbole. She might be the luchasaurus of the WWE women's division. Oh, my God. You're so disrespectful to that, man. You leave him out of this. Luchasaurus has probably transferred over his shittiness. No. To live more. I don't know if they speak personally. I don't know if they've had relations. I don't know what how it could have gotten there. <laughs> did they share a napkin? Was there DNA? That's what, how did this happen? I was I was a great wrestler until I had relations with yeah. Luchasaurus. Me and Luchasaurus <laughs> passed through the hall, and I think he coughed on me, and now I've got Luchasaurus-itis. No, I come on, I stop can't shit. Now that I that man is a nothing. great wrestler. You need to stop. Job. Don't ever disrespect a good name of wrestling by saying that that man. <laughs> no, I've never heard a single person. I've, I've never heard a fan of Luchasaurus say, oh, man, he's a great wrestler. Oh, God damn it. It starts today. <laughs> Let it be known. I'm, I'm starting to wave. All right. Two people on my list now. Tony Khan. Tony Khan and Luchasaurus. Boy, that group is growing, my, isn't it? That's my roster so far. I'm going to start a company, goddammit. Well, 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 I'm, I'm assuming. I'm putting the belt on. No, 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 no. Luchasaurus and Tony Khan are fighting for second place because the first person on your team, I'm assuming, is Riddle. Well, listen, we don't talk about Michael Jordan in a list of greatness, right? Oh, man, no. Okay, stop. Listen, all right, look. Do you fucking hate some weird people sometimes, man? That dude, is what he's doing is great. (laughs) Well, you know what? I don't hate Dewdrop. 
to bring it back to I Becky like Lynch. Dewdrop. I, I didn't like Dewdrop. I like her at first. Yeah. But she, out of all of this and the matches that that poor thing has been, the way she came in, being a, 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 a manager, whatever you want to call it, a bodyguard to that one chick yeah. that is forgettable. And these matches that she's getting put in, to me personally, I don't want to give a look at because of the situation. She has been the shining light in all of this. I've actually really enjoyed watching her in these matches. Well, I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna hate on Dewdrop because of what you mentioned earlier. What? Well, I mean, you're looking for justice for Bianca, right? Right. Well, in the last few weeks leading up to the rumble, Bianca's been racking up a bunch of wins. You know who she's been beating? Dewdrop. And when the Royal Rumble came, who got the title match? Dewdrop. <laughs> So listen, I thought I, I thought you were looking for justice for Bianca. I thought you were going to hold Dewdrop up there with the rest of them. Of the no, no, party. no. I like Dewdrop is an innocent bystander to this. Oh, she's, she's, going, she's the going innocent through, bystander. She's going. You're putting she's it on going Becky though. She's going. Yes, because she's <laughs> the one who did it. She's the top guy. She's the main. She pulled reason. the trigger. She didn't call the hit. I'm sorry. You cannot act as if you are the best because you were good back in the day. Oh, all right. You say she's if not good you now. Can't have an actual match with who is currently the top of the roster. Women just champ. to get your belt back. I'm sorry. I cannot take your gimmick seriously. Oh, I, I just no. cannot. Oh. If you are the boss. And you are the man, or someone else is the boss. But if you are the man, yeah, Sasha Banks is the boss. <laughs> if you are the man, yeah, Sasha Banks had a shit ton of matches with her. So yeah. there's, there's, I don't. Sasha I, Banks I always is the one respect. who put Bianca over at Mania. I will always have respect for Sasha Banks. However, this chick just came in, did some weird ass gimmick that makes zero sense. And we haven't seen those two bumping heads that much ever since. The only reason why they even bumped heads at all is because everyone was like, yo, this is fucking weird. So then they went in there and tried to make sense of it. It was like, you know what? Let's just remove you two from each other. Let it blow over. And then maybe we can have a match. No, nah, you're not getting, you're not pulling the wool over my eyes. Bro. You're not this pulling the crazy. wool over my eyes. You're not nah. going to fool me, sir. It's crazy. Uh, speaking of which, not to go back to the Rumble again, but Sasha Banks was a human fetish object at, Russell, uh, at, at Royal Rumble. She hit every category, and trust me, folks, I'm well-versed in the categories that were at Pornhub. She hit at least five or six of them. She had it all going down. I don't see what the problem is. You, I don't know. I'm not sensing a problem. I'm trying to advocate we need more of it. Hold on a second. She hit every... Listen, she's petite, mm-hmm. so she hit that one, right? Mm-hmm. She is Latina. Mm. She's also African-American. Mm-hmm. She cosplayed. She was Sailor Moon. Oh, my God. Then yes. she dropped the split yeah. after eliminating Melina. That's the flexibility side. Right, right. Uh, anything short of baby oil and another girl... And uh, she would have hit the trifecta here. She she almost minus the baby her. oil, but there was there Melina was in the ring. Oh, there was uh, there was other women. You write about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, there you yeah. go. And and rough housing. There was some rough play there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's hair hitting, pulling. Yeah, yeah, for she's sure. She's hitting categories. I'm like, she almost started knowing fans just by doing her entrance. <laughs> they they almost both came out to the Pornhub music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good enough. Oh man, good job! Yeah, she's something, she's something special for sure. Yeah. 
So Becky Lynch a do drop for the women's Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch obviously. So you're saying it's a snore fest? Uh, it, it, you know what's funny? And I think this is the one of the rare times it happened. Everybody on my social media all said the same thing. Everyone loves the two people in the match. They all have no idea why that match was the way that it was. You're like, man, these two. I think the exact quote that really stuck out to me, a buddy of mine, he wrote, these two women are too talented for this match to be this boring. But again... Becky's trying to tell know, a story way too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if, I, if I'm going to point the finger, I know this is like, oh, you know, you got beef with... Yeah, you're right. But if you go back and watch, maybe it's just Lynch's style, but she's trying way too hard to tell a story. It almost felt like Dewdrop was trying to have a match and, like, she's just trying to tell a story. Like she, on the she, same page, she, yeah. She she did this uh wasn't even that big of a move. It was they they she jumped off the top and like did some kind of knee thing, something like that. It wasn't like that crazy of a move. Pinned her, and then when she kicked out, she rolled over and gave this big extravagant like look or play of, of I can't believe it. When it was just like, bro, it, but that wasn't first of all, at no point before that was she beaten that bad that you thought you were going to get a three count. And then second of all, it wasn't even really that big of a move, yet you're looking like you just gave her everything you had in your arsenal and she just kicked out of it. <sighs> Am I wrong? Do, yes. you, do, you know what I, do you know what I'm referring to? Yes, I do remember yeah. what okay. you're referring to. She was to mad that. OD with her cell there. Yeah. It's like she's sure. she's really trying to sell a story that was that just have just go in there shake hands that is completely storyless and and have a match and I feel like that's what Dude I don't was understand doing. why <laughs> they attempted to do a story because first of I don't all think they're both they did I think she did oh well fair enough I guess that's my point yeah I think Dude was just trying to have a good match <laughs> first of all it's cold match there's no beef between these guys with the exception of. Do drop winning a number one contenders match that they pulled out of exactly. the Exactly. So where's the story? Secondly, is none. they they fucked up because they could have had a story that would have been a lot easier to tell. And it would and it could have been performed moderately okay and gotten over. Like there's no real scenario where a heel versus heel is gonna work. I keep telling people this because they I keep being told whereas two thousand twenty two, man, this heel babyface thing is not even a thing anymore. It will always be a thing. And just admit you don't know how to do it. Because if it doesn't work for you, it's because you don't know how to do it. If you're not getting cheers as a babyface, you don't know how to be a babyface. If you're getting if you're not getting booed as a heel, you don't know how to be a heel. Yeah, but what if they identify as a babyface, but, but they but, are just a heel? Oh, here we go. Identify. You're listen. Right. Right, what are, listen. what are your wrestling pronouns then? Are you, are you a he her babyface? I'm a, you, what, what the fuck I'm are you talking a, about? I'm a I'm a heel. You know, okay. I was born into the role of heel, but sometimes right. I find myself having a baby face. <laughs> well, here's, and I, there's a, there, there, I would have utilized everything you just said in one very simple story in the sense of Becky Lynch has a move that she finishes people with called the manhandler, which is basically just a fucking rock bottom. She uses right. the rock bottom. Do you think Becky Lynch can rock bottom dewdrop? Without it looking like Rey Mysterio doing it to the rock. Right, exactly. No. no, right? So there's your story. Built in. You do the whole deal with Dewdrop is, you know, a, a pleasantly plump lady, a little, little round in the hips, and there's no fucking way that you're going to drop me with a manhandler. 
And Becky's like, oh, I'm going to drop you with a fucking manhandler. Don't you worry about it. No, no, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. And then you do some shit on you do and some she shit could, on Raw. She could have used the bar. You're due to drop by uh, the manhandler. Ooh. Listen, I could be listen, a writer. Listen, they're looking for him. <laughs> they're looking for him. My but look, body, you do the whole deal. My whole body's shut down when that came out of my mouth. <laughs> that was an outer body experience. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. Uh, if if you if you take the manhandler and you make that the story. Right, so mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna drop you. No, you're not gonna drop me. Oh, I'm gonna drop you, and you and you even do something on Raw where Dewdrop's having a match or something, and Becky slides in, goes for the manhandler. Dewdrop powers out, puts the idea into people's head. Can she actually do it? She can't do it, and I know people are gonna hear this and go, "Oh man, that's such an underdog babyface thing to do." No, wait, hear it out though. It's all about the execution because they're both heels. Remember, so you get to the match, you're having the match. She's going for the manhandler. Dewdrop's you know, pushes her off, uh, showcases her strength, the whole deal, the old school wrestling here. And then right at the end, when the referee isn't looking, Becky Lynch takes a fuck the belt, bops her in the fucking face with it. Dewdrop doesn't drop it, doesn't bump. She takes the belt shot. She's all wobbly. She hits the rope, sells forward. Bam, Becky hits her with the fucking manhandler. One, two, three. It's a heel fucking finish, but still utilizes the finishing move. Gets that over, keeps the belt on Becky, and it's a lot more interesting and not as convoluted a story as whatever the fuck they were trying to do before. I don't even know what the fucking story was. Like you said, with the sell that she did, you could tell that Becky's working hard. But at what? What's the end goal? What are you doing? At what? What are you trying to sell? That she's tough? We saw that already. Because like I said, in the weeks leading up to the Rumble, Bianca and... Dewdrop were feuding with each other, and they were having barn bur- They had great matches, and we saw how tough she is. That's how she got in this position to compete against you. You had an opportunity to tell a different story, and you didn't. You just jumped on with the story that Dewdrop was already having with someone else, and quite frankly, someone else who did it better because Bianca is a better wrestler than Becky Lynch is. I know Lynch is a smarter wrestler and a veteran, and a storyteller, but physically speaking, there's no stronger, faster, more well-timed and youthful wrestler in the women's division in the WWE than Bianca Belair. She's unmatched. And this is coming from someone who's a huge Rhea Ripley fan. Rhea Ripley has a lot of tools as well. But Bianca, oh my God. Bianca's the perfect fucking package. That's why like you, you're still holding Becky to the SummerSlam thing. I'm learning now. I don't think it hurt Bianca all that much. I never said it hurt Bianca. You're just looking at it as a disrespectful thing. It's disrespectful. I, I, and I think I said it in the moment too. I feel like this hurts Becky more than it hurts. You did say Bianca. This hurts Becky. I don't look at uh, Bianca in a way. I love her. She can do no wrong. That woman. She is just perfect to me. Becky, on the other hand, who used to be in that role for me. I love Becky, dude. She's my first boo. You know what I'm saying? No, she's not. Well, as an adult. Oh, okay. When, 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 uh, listen. <laughs> you got to be careful right I, now. You are with child. Go listen, ahead. I, I love Becky Lynch. She's great. But after what happened, I just, you just can't, oh man. My she God. just did me you wrong. Have to, at that point, you have to have the divorce. The relationship will never be the same. Again. Oh, it's over. 
It's, it's, it's over. Irreconcilable differences, Your Honor. She can have everything. Can, she, she, can she can have everything. everything. Take it. I won't because I have it all with Bianca. Oh, well, you're on to the new wife. <laughs> like, she's younger, full of life. She, she doesn't yell at me when my socks are all over the place. It's That's perfect. It, she's man. the best. Uh, our next matchup for the WWE Championship. This one got a lot of chatter as well, but most of the chatter is for later. Uh, they went with a finish here I didn't see coming. I'm going to be really? honest with you. I No, I didn't see this coming. I mean, it was I mean, shocking. Let me let me let me, let me let me let me let me let me be specific. The Roman Reigns part, I kind of saw coming. I didn't see them. I didn't. I saw Roman Reigns interfering. I didn't see him costing him the title. How about that? That's more specific. It I makes sense to do it. Does. It does. I'm not against it. It does. I just I didn't see it coming. I was gonna say, was talk like, about oh telling God. a story. You want to talk about telling a story? This was this was much more intriguing. For sure. This, I like this Brock. This Brock seems like he gives a shit. <laughs> see, that's the funny, see, that's the funny thing. This is why I kept telling me. It, it's so hard now. It just looks like he's having fun. Right, but see, that's the thing. I wish people would listen to me more. He's been having fun. He just I'm can't sure. show that because of what they were trying to get across as okay. their version of Brock Lesnar. This cool. is the way he's always been. That's fine. But let us see it. No. I like seeing a guy who's that large and, and that's why that they didn't he, let him and do he's it. just and he looks like he's playing with his food and his food is Bobby Lashley, another <laughs> extremely large like like that's what I want to see out of big guys. Like they they he's having fun. He's jumping around. He's like, dude, you are massive, but I'm going to make you my bitch today. And just smile like this, dude. This is gonna did be you great. see? I don't know if you follow the shows. Did you see the Lesnar knock knock joke? No. Oh my god! So to show to talk more about this personality deal. So you know how when Paul Heyman, I think with, I did. It's starting. To, go ahead, say it. Well, you, uh, you know how uh, Lesnar always uh, does the intro for Brock wherever they go. Yeah. And I, I think the last time we spoke, uh, you were clued in that Reigns and. Heyman had uh, separated. Right. So after the day one show, Paul Heyman realigned himself with Brock Lesnar. So Paul Heyman, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar, MVP, and Bobby Lashley were in the ring. And Paul goes to do the whole big, you know, intro for Brock. And Brock takes the microphone from him and does it himself, but in Heyman's voice. So Lesnar does it, where he's like, the reigning, defending, heavyweight, champion of the world. And he does it himself. Barack Lesnar. And the whole place goes nuts because it's Lesnar being goofy. Yeah. And then yeah. He, and he's going back and forth with, because Bobby's like, oh, you know, you've been ducking me for 20 years and blah, blah, blah. And, and Lesnar was like, bro, <laughs> what are you talking about? I've been, be I've been here beating motherfuckers for years and where the hell have you been this whole time? He's going back and forth. Then he goes over to Paul. He goes, hey, hey, Paul, knock, knock. And Paul smiles and goes, okay, I'm in Philadelphia, and Brock Lesnar's telling a knock, knock joke. Okay, who's <laughs> there? And then Brock goes, Bobby. And then Paul Heyman goes, okay, Bobby who? And then Brock Lesnar goes, exactly. Yeah, and I think like, I saw God. I <laughs> Listen, when I heard that shit live, Steph – Steph's eyes got big. She didn't laugh. <laughs> she didn't make a sound. She just got her eyes got big. I said, that shit was funny. And she goes, no. <laughs> and she goes, 
It was, but it came out of his mouth, so <laughs> exactly. I don't know how to react. But that's what's fun about it. <laughs> I don't man. know how that's to react. I, say, I like this Brock. <laughs> this oh. Brock is awesome, dude. dude. I could watch this Brock all day long. Did you see Brock uh, and Sami Zayn? No. Brock and okay, so Brock wanted a championship match against Roman Reigns, but at the moment, Sami Zayn was the number one contender. And they were going to have that match at the pay-per-view. Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. And Lesnar, Lesnar interrupted a Sami Zayn promo. And was like, hey, Sami, you know, I hear you're the number one contender, man. And, and that's great. That's, that's fantastic. I'm actually really happy for you. He goes, you know, you know what I do, right? He goes, I, I live over in Saskatchewan. You know, I, there's nothing more that I love more than just hunting and fishing out in the great outdoors and I hear that you're you're from Canada too, and he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Where where are you from? He's like, everyone knows I'm from Montreal. He's all oh, Montreal. play. He started speaking in French, <laughs> and, and then and then Sammy heard it, and he goes, I mean, that's that's not how we sound, but I, I get the gesture. I, I understand. And, and they're going back and forth. He goes, why don't you and I just go in the back? We'll have a conversation, man. Two great Canadian athletes talking to each other right we're like two canadian alpha males and everyone started chanting it i was like please tell me that's a tag team name oh my god lesnar and Sami Zayn, the canadian alpha males would be great let this be a team and then he convinced sammy to cash in instead of waiting for the pay-per-view to do it that night and then lesnar screwed him out of it so that he could get the title match at the pay-per-view and then sammy called him out on it and rock was like hey man i was doing you a favor man you really think you're going to be able to beat Roman Reigns all by yourself? <laughs> he said, no, I, I saved you the embarrassment. He goes, wait, so you injuring me and putting me in a wheelchair, that helped me? He goes, absolutely. It was a favor to you. <laughs> like, this guy is so fucking fantastic, bro. Yeah, well, like, I'm sad that this might, that might be, the rumble might be the end of it. Hopefully no, not. No. Hopefully not, but it might be the end of it. Absolutely not. Because now he's enraged. No, he's not. He's not enraged. We'll get to it in a second. Hold that thought. He's not. He came out on Raw the very next night with the biggest cheese smile on his fucking face, and we'll talk about it in a second. But the match. Let's get back to the match itself. The match itself was good. I like this match, Lashley and Lesnar. Uh, it's not the match I thought it would be. It's not the match that I think people were telling me that it was going to be because as soon as it was announced. Everybody, but oh my god, what a dream match! I'm like, who's dreaming of this? What are you talking about? I've never dreamt of this match in my life. Oh, it's a matchup between two horses, you know, two two bulls going at it. I'm like, really? You guys really think that's the match they're going to give you at the Royal Rumble? All right, we're gonna pretend that WWE is a wrestling company now. All right, can we take can we take a quick second and just recap a little bit since the belt is back on Lashley? Uh, Give me your thoughts real quick on what you think. What do you think about his run? The previous one? Thus one? far. No, his run thus far. No, no. I count this as his run in totality. Oh, in like, totality. Okay. He's still on the main stage. He yeah. may have dropped the belt, but he's still on the main stage. He's still having these matches. Yeah. And he got the belt back, which means he's still in this run. This is right, still yes. part of his run. Yes. What do you think about his run so champion. far? I love it. I love him. I'm impressed. Yes. Because where there is a Roman Reigns, having a Bobby Lashley is nice. Yeah. Because at first, when he first got that belt, he was doing matches that were like kind of weird. Like, 
losing to the new day on one-on-one bouts like it was it was kind of weird what they were doing to him but like if you just look at his shit in totality it's like man he's wrestling with everybody it don't matter if you're in that main stage it doesn't matter if like he's just he's losing he's dropping the belt he's earning it back he's like going through all these trials and tribulations his in his run so far i don't know man I, i'm I, i'm obviously gonna keep an eye on it still but at the end of his run man he, he might have one, uh, one of the greatest runs just 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 of what he's not just walking around with the belt and just you can't touch him he's touchable he's human he's big he's a monster but he's he's not like when he goes into the ring he might lose and yeah. I think that's what that whole New Day run kind of did to his gimmick, where it's just like, okay, he could drop the belt at this point. Yeah. We, we don't know. We honestly don't know what they're doing and if he's going to win or lose. And it's, it's kind of refreshing having a champion that, that you get that effect in his matches. No disrespect to Kofi Kingston and no disrespect to... Biggie. Lashley should have been the first African American WWE champion. He was the one who was ready for it. I know everyone got caught up in the moment, but you know people people call it Kofi Mania. That was Kofi Mania, was it though? Because if they would have had, remember, I was at that WrestleMania, and yeah, he got a great reaction when he won it. There was tears in the hallways. Everyone was getting all emotional. I was there. I remember how great Kofi Mania was. But Bobby Lashley was on that card. And I'm not saying he was ready yet because he was being managed by Leo Rush at the time. The package wasn't there yet. The package wasn't right. But he, as as a competitor, he's been more ready for that spot than anybody else. Kofi's not a real world champion. He isn't. I said it when he, uh, right before the Mania thing, I said it after. He's, he's not a world champion. Great performer, deserves to be on that roster for as long as he's been there. All fantastic stuff. Not a world champion. Big E, I feel like, could be a world champion. But what's salting me about Big E is his refusal to let this New Day shit go. For as long as he is holding on to Kofi and Xavier Woods, I will never give a shit about his championship runs. Ever. And they're going to give him another one. But they gave him a little test. I don't know how well he really did in their eyes. I, I didn't have a problem with his run. I thought he did okay. I thought he did okay. I thought <clears> for a first okay. try, I, I definitely... Yeah, first run wasn't terrible. He still put some good matches together, kept his... My problem with Big E is kind of associated to what you said. I don't see him as Big E, even though he has his own entrance music, which I love, by the way. I yeah. fucking love that intro. <laughs> that shit is great. But... um. I, I just still see him as New Day. And that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Bad depending thing. Depending on how you look at it. Depending mm-hmm. on who you are mm-hmm. and how you look at it. Right, but I like the fact that no one's ever going to tear me away from my homies. I can respect that. But at the same time, it would be nice to see Big E as just Big E. And it doesn't matter if he has his own intro music. He still has... 
the lighting, the coloring, the the gimmick, the the, everything, outfit, still, everything. It's still very it's still new, new day, day, which is which also again, I'm not going to say that this is a bad thing because in that moment that he does start to do his own individual stuff, who's to say that it would be good? So I don't know. It's one of those weird catch 22s. Like, I like this. I want to see something different. But who's to say that that different doesn't kill him? So I don't know. I I, I, I withhold my, my comments on that because I don't dislike it. But I am with you in a matter where I would like to just see Big E on his own. Yeah. But I feel like his personality, regardless, is so New Day that changing it would do him a disservice. Well, that's, that's where takes, I'm at with it. But that takes us back now to Bobby Lashley, who, in my opinion, has been ready for a minute. He's been ready Not for a gimmick while. wise, though. You said no, it I said the. I said what I'm saying is, I feel he has been ready for a minute. The package, because he needs one. Which is the most important part. Yeah, so and, if you don't I, have that, yeah. you're not ready. We've you yourself have said that. Don't fucking matter how good you are at anything. If they're not buying you, entertainment wise, you're not ready. All that shit's irrelevant. He's ready now. He wasn't ready then, and the Kofi Kingston thing was, to me, I I don't think anyone thinks any different than you. I think. We all understand. I think we're all on the same page on what the Kofi Kingston really thing was. was. Yeah, and if Bobby Lashley was ready, that would have been Bobby Lashley. But well, they wasn't. did give. They did wait. Did he? I think he lost the championship at that WrestleMania. Didn't he go in as Intercontinental <clears throat> Champion? That whole Leo Rush thing held him back. Okay, but the gimmick wasn't ready. That's all. Which who's by That's the which all. by the way the guy is leaving AEW now. Already? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Contracts up and he's telling him, "Well, oh, I'm out." Well, I mean, you shouldn't have been talking shit. Well, Probably out because they're not offering you anymore. What kind of a boss is gonna let you talk shit about him on Twitter and then pay you? Well, because they, some people still don't respect it. They still look at them as uh, just a new company or whatever the case may be. That's fine. Anyway, this match itself was dope. Uh, look forward to seeing what they do from here. We're going to talk about, at the end of this, what they're planning on doing. Uh, I don't think you know yet, so I would like to inform you. But we'll get to that. Because uh, the next match is my match of the night. This was the most fun I had all night. Fun. I wasn't. This was the one match where I didn't feel so critical. Because I could have been. Oh, the technical aspect. Yeah, I could have been extremely critical of this match, but I didn't. I had fun with this match. I think that's what it was supposed to be. I don't know if anybody else felt that vibe, but uh, I, I was, I was digging it. So, I'm talking about the mixed tag team match, the Grit Couple versus the It Couple, and uh, the Miz and Maurice against Edge and Beth Phoenix. Um, they had me at the package, that package that played before their match, rolling out all of their accomplishments and how good they've all been. And the first hall of fame married couple ever (laughs) going into the ring and competing against quite possibly a future hall of fame couple. As we move down the line here, edge and, uh, Miz did their thing. The ladies did their thing. This was the biggest story of this match. 
and my wife and I giggled the whole way through. This is the best match of Maurice's career. This was it. This was the one. Leave those diva championships in the past. This was it. Now, she she fumbled a lot. <laughs> but this was the best I've ever seen. Everyone took this shit seriously, and I was surprised. They got, even down to the matching gear, they look like teams. Like actual teams. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> And I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's let's 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 that's the credit to yeah, she may have fumbled a little bit, but everyone around her was just pure greatness. Yeah. She could have botched all the the whole time. I think this shit still would have came out yeah. just as good. The way they booked this match was perfect for the talent that was in it. It was great. And just, Edge just Go ahead. No, you say Edge what? I said Edge has got to be having fun at this point. Oh, dude, this yeah. was you kidding me? I, you had to dynamite that smile off his face. You know he they went home and just had the oh, greatest sex Oh, do you know sex how sets got to be one of my favorite instances that I've seen in a long time? What, uh, Edge and Phoenix? First of all, they both came out, and they dope. are just, you want to talk about a fucking, oh, my. They both look amazing. Yes, they do. And, let me, dude, Beth Phoenix is something else, man. I love how strong and, like, brolic she can come off. But she's so feminine as well. She has that like perfect balance between the two. Which is when she comes out and she's like looking to the crowd, like you see it. She comes out, she's looking to the crowd, and then she's like, she's in her like Beth Phoenix mode, and then she turns around to go the other way and sees Edge and like just turns into like a puddle of just love. <laughs> like she just turns like so feminine, and then she passes him, and she's like Beth Phoenix again, and then they walk down the ramp. And she gets down and fucking flexes, and he's standing over her, and the pyro goes off. That has got to be one of my favorite fucking poses that I've seen in quite yeah, some she time. Does that, if not that one Beth of Beth Phoenix pose with the hands. Oh, my like that. God. That was that insane. crazy. That was so freaking good, dude. Oh, I also love gracious. the fact that, Ed, that Beth Phoenix changed up the gear. Because she was wearing the same outfits for a while, which isn't Yeah, terrible. the hairstyle was dope. Everything, like, everything changed. Was I'm like, cool, oh, man. man. That was all, and it's sad because this is where I was actually just getting tired, like physically just tired. I was getting sleepy because I started it later than it actually started. Okay. I didn't get to it when it actually happened live. I was maybe like an hour behind it. So I kind of, uh, I kind of was a little bit behind. So when, when that match happened, I'm physically dozing off at that point, but I, I got through it and yeah, I, I love this match. This match was just was just great. Everyone in the ring was entertaining. You guys know how I feel about the Miz. It doesn't matter what that guy do does, man. He just shits gold for me, personally. Mm. He he lived up to the hype on this one. No notes. I got no notes for this one. Loved it top to bottom. Everything. I love. It wasn't the greatest wrestling match of all time, but it was so much fun. They they made this match entertaining. I was into everything they did. The brick. They brought the brick back. And I'm like, oh, what a good way to get Maurice into a, a power position, right? So now it's like Beth Phoenix is fighting from behind. And this is, I was like, oh, this is great. Double glam slams, the double spear at the end. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. And what an homage. What a, what, what a way to, because uh, they did both finishes, double spear. And then they both did, they did her finish uh, as a tandem. Which was dope. Well, what a tip of the cap to the wives. This is the first time in a long time, and my wife had mentioned it, where it, it wasn't Edge and Maurice and then the wives. There was four equal competitors in that ring, and they did what they had to do. 
And I was like, that was dope. That was cool. Right. And then we get to the Men's Royal Rumble. Mm. Let me start off by saying, for everybody out there who was complaining, what a shitty Men's Royal Rumble. I'm with you. It wasn't the best Royal Rumble ever. But now we have learned some new information about the Royal Rumble since it's come out. The usual people who are in charge of the Rumble were not in charge of the Rumble. Obviously, with Triple H's health issues, he wasn't around to help do the damn thing. And there's a few other writers who were normally there to put it together who were not there. It mm. was an emergency situation. They were a little behind on you know personnel to put this thing together. So... They gave the ball to Shane McMahon to put this match together. And I'm not going to pass criticism on Shane because from what I understand, he wanted the Royal Rumble to go one way and everybody else wanted the Rumble to go a different way. So when you got two captains steering the same ship, people are going to get sick from the motion. And who, who was out? Who was out? Outranking him the, to his change own, his decision. I'm going to have to go with his own father because I can't think oh, of anybody okay. else who would have the balls to look at Shane and go, yeah, this is not a good idea. I can see someone thinking it's a bad idea, but then going to dad and going, do we have an idea talk. of what that way was supposed to be? All we know for sure is that the winner was of heavy discussion. And for some reason, I don't know the specifics, but Shane had an issue with Bad Bunny. Not with him, the person, but I guess it was the number he came out or something like that, mm-hmm. like taking a, that kind of a prestigious spot away from one of the performers, something like that. I think he had an idea of what he wanted to do, and then they decided in the minutes leading up that... I don't know, man. These people need to stop fucking hating on Bad Bunny because well, he did better in that ring than a lot think, of fucking other people. <laughs> I don't think anyone hates Bad Bunny. I don't. I just think the positioning was an issue. I don't think that they, because I think he had a flow of what he wanted. I understand where he's coming from because I've written, I've tried to write for Royal Rumbles before. And I can understand how annoying the argument about positioning really is. Because it's a pain in the ass. You want the match to flow a certain way, so you have to have certain people in certain spots. And when those certain people either don't want to be in those spots or if other people outside of your power limit tells you that they need to be in a different spot, it could fuck things up. And I can see him being annoyed by this. And I think the biggest story that comes away from this match isn't the winner and it isn't how it went. It's what the fallout was because immediately after this match was over, Shane McMahon is no longer associated with WWE. He quit. He left. He's done. It went that bad to him? It went that bad. He's done. He's gone. He he they they've all there's announced. There's gotta be a reason why, why. why. I'm sure there's more. They didn't just wake up that one day and just decide fuck all this noise. I'm sure this was the straw that broke the camel's back. But that camel's back has been screaming at him for a minute now. There has there has to be way more than that. Mm. But as we get you know maybe over time we'll learn more about what these emotions are really all about. But. That's what we know. Shane McMahon is no longer associated with WWE. I know people are saying, well, he's still on stock. Well, he's always on stock. But as far as his role as a producer or his every day-to-day responsibilities, he's done with that. 
So I don't know. And I know people were saying, well, I think Shane had Riddle winning. Riddle, there was a rumor going around that Riddle was supposed to win this Royal Rumble, and then it was a last-minute decision for it to be Brock. Not true. It's been debunked by WWE officials. There was By Riddle. No, everyone is saying there was never a conversation about Riddle winning the Royal Rumble. If there was talk of it, it was private, and it didn't go far. But as far as the plans for that pay-per-view, it was always supposed to be Brock. And that brings me back to your point earlier about this match being a gimmick. Folks, let's, let's put our big boy pants on. Let's put our thinking caps on. And I need you to listen to me when I tell you this. This match means nothing. It's over. It's been over for a long time. When Batista came back from Guardians of the Galaxy and won the Royal Rumble to go to WrestleMania, it was dead. When Triple H won the Royal Rumble to become WWE Champion for the, what, 37th time to go to Texas just to drop the belt to Reigns. It's the only reason he did it. This match means nothing. Randy Orton, what was it that time period we had where every Royal Rumble was being won by an Evolution member 10 years after they all won theirs? <laughs> this match means nothing. It's My brother put it perfectly. Gimmick. Gimmick. This is to get the people they want in the positions they need them to be. It's an easy, hard reset. Easy. Easy. And if you think this is the first time that this has happened. Or the last. It's, yeah. It's always happened this way. That's why I wanted to do the bracket leading up to the actual pay-per-view because the bracket would have brought up a lot of nostalgia and would have brought up a lot of old memories that all of you have repressed. Like, for instance, in 1997, Stone Cold Steve Austin cheated to win the Royal Rumble. Was that necessary for him to win the Rumble at that time? Yes. He was on the cusp. He was right there. That's the purpose of this match that people have in their head. Take a guy who's like right at that moment, just needs that one little extra step, have him win the Rumble, and you move forward. Right? He wins the Rumble in 97, goes off to have an amazing 1997, which eventually culminates to the 1998 Rumble, where he wins back-to-back. This time, straight up like a badass. Did he need that rumble? Yes. Took him to another level. Fast forward, after he is gone for a year from a neck injury, 2001, Austin wins the rumble again. Was that necessary? Hell no. Was there a more over guy in the history of the company than fucking Steve Austin? Did he need the Royal Rumble to get to the WWE Championship match? No, he didn't. There's a million ways creatively that that could have worked. But they did it because it's a gimmick and it got them to the right place. Two years before that, Shawn Michaels wins the Royal Rumble in 1995 to go on to face Big Daddy Cool Diesel at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. Did he need that Rumble? Absolutely. Because he was right there at the cusp. 96, this man is over like a goddamn god. Did he need to win the Royal Rumble? No. Didn't need it but they did it to position him. It's always been that way. Hogan, back-to-back wins in 90 and 91. He was the fucking WWE champion when he did it. Was it necessary? Well, that no. answers the, one of the questions that I had. 
what? Has there ever been a champion entered into it? Yes. yes. Because what's her name was fucking in it. Charlotte. Um, Charlotte. And yes. that and not only was she in it, but she went all the way to the end to me, yes. which was just fucking weird. Stupid. What's the point Stupid. of this? Stupid. Stupid. What happens if she wins? But she now, picks her opponent? That's fucking dumb. That's what she said was going to happen, too, that she was going to pick her opponent. That's stupid. But you know why they had her in the final? Because Ronda Rousey was going to win. Cool. And that's now, fucking dumb. Right. But, again, it's all about positioning. This you get the same effect by taking her out, putting someone in, having who, the match go exactly the way that who, they did. Who, she who, can literally do, huh? Who are you putting in Charlotte's place? It doesn't matter. Sure, it, it doesn't no, it matter because does. there's other people. No, it doesn't Listen, matter. No, you it doesn't right because you can literally put anybody else in there, have the same elimination with Baszler, and then Charlotte comes out and gives her a look. You can give you can get the same effect with her not being in that rumble. It doesn't matter. Who t- who Charlotte? Charlotte's position. My point is Charlotte's position in the rumble was pointless. You could have literally put anybody there and got the same effect with her eliminating anybody else because they didn't eliminate her. I was literally saying when they were last when they were in the ring last and I said they are two people in the ring right now. They better do something spectacular or this is a fucking waste. And what happens? She charges at her, does some weird ass funky flip over the ropes and it's done. Two seconds. I look. What was the point of this? You could have done that with Rhea. You could have done it with Rhea, and still had the same thing. Charlotte Flair was in the Royal Rumble matches because they don't have thirty women. Okay, they booked themselves into a fucking hole, and that's why Charlotte is. They can get another Hall of Famer. There's plenty. One that they haven't drug into the ground. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Again, that's my point. It doesn't matter. Bring someone, make a surprise guess where you draw a random number and that seat, the closest female to it gets to go in the ring. It doesn't matter. It does. It, I don't it, think it, it does. I think and it I, does. I'm shocked that and, you and, think and it I does. Think, no, I, I think that it does. You need the right people in there. Because again, we're not, I'm not talking about giving someone an opportunity. That's not what this is for. It's positioning the pieces you want. Not who deserves it. So you're saying so you are you saying have to put the, this is the way they're thinking. I need my main event players in there. That's why when you keep saying it doesn't matter to them, it does because it's about well, perception. We okay, but we've talked about how stupid they are. And I, I agree care. with you. I don't stupid. care what they think. I'm not speaking from their point of view. Their point of view is fucking stupid. Yeah. That's the whole point of this. Yes. So you're telling me that Charlotte Flair in this event was very important. In my personal opinion, no. But that's the only thing yes. I'm speaking of. I'm not okay. speaking to them. You're speaking, you're speaking from your own point of view. I don't have that luxury. I need people to understand that your point of view on it, the fans' point of view on it, irrelevant. What part aren't people getting? You, you just said it a second ago. I'm not speaking from their point of view. I'm speaking from mine. Yours doesn't matter. And None theirs doesn't ours. matter to me. That's my point. Right, and the end result and is going to be I, who ends and up when not watching, I'm on a WWE stage, I will speak from their perspective, yeah. but I'm not. So when when they offer me something, I'll go up there and say that Charlotte Flair was the main puzzle piece. So this right, but you know what? You know why you speak so confidently about it? You don't fucking watch it all the time. I don't. There are people who are because they do stupid shit compl- like this, right? But you're having the appropriate <laughs> reaction to the stupidity. You see stupid shit, so you stop watching because it's stupid shit. 
the people that I'm talking to when I speak from their point of view are the people who see the shit that you see and keep coming back. Well, because they love and it. And buying the tickets and that. buying the shirts and buying the belts and buying the wristbands and buying the programs and going to the signings and going to all this different shit. They'll stand in line in front of a Dwayne Reed for two fucking hours to meet the same people that they go on YouTube and fucking Facebook and bitch about. They, every wrestling fan will tell you Charlotte is a talentless hack. Who only became whoa, a famous whoa. because of her father? I wouldn't go that. And, far. No, there are people that will tell you this. <laughs> well, don't that she's a talent. We had a guy on our show, remember? That is true. Okay. And I try to block they, it out, but they, you keep they, bringing it up. There are people <laughs> out there that will tell you to your face that Charlotte is a piece of shit who doesn't deserve anything, and that same person will buy a flare shirt and wait online for the autograph. That's why the WWE, when I say your opinion is irrelevant, and I'm not speaking to you specifically, but in general, all fans, the reason why their opinions are invalid is because they keep fucking coming back. The same people who bitched that Team UFC, Ronda and Lesnar, won both Rumbles, pissed everybody off. But in one week's time, they don't give a shit anymore, and they're going to watch Mania regardless. And that's why this company does the shit that it does. That's why I keep telling people, if you're a wrestling fan, this product is not for you. They can't scream loud enough that we don't do pro wrestling. That's not what this is. They are a television yeah, but show. But that's fine. But that's I, I honestly don't look at it as pro wrestling. I see but it as millions entertaining. Of people but in do. the entertainment thing, they still make mistakes. Yes. No, they're I'm a shitty talking, entertainment I think, company. I, I don't a even shitty think, entertainment company. I don't even think I've ever once said anything about wrestling when we're talking about um, WWE. Right, I, I'm, I'm trying to about, think about I'm not talking about you. I know. I just saying in general that do, and that's okay, why I get well, frustrated. I speak for them. I speak for myself. And my point is, is that I feel like we could have gotten the same result without Charlotte. It was weird to me. You're okay. Your entertainment, I get it, but you're confusing me. Like it's like watching a soap opera that's going in a, a thousand different directions, and none of the none of the the stories are meeting ever. They're yes. just. Literally exactly different lives being lived at di- at the same time, and you're getting all different point of views, and none of them connect. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yes, that's exactly what it is, because they have writing teams, they have teams, they have different writers and different ed- agents for different matches. It's not like one person putting a whole card together so everything flows from match one to match eight. <laughs> Everybody has their own individual matches and their own individual segments, and they all take care of their business, and they put it on the fucking show. And that's it. That's why none of this shit makes any sense. None of this shit ever ever follows. And the worst fucking people on earth, the worst people on earth, the reason why this company can get away with this shit is because the people out there that still fucking support it. They'll bitch about it, but they still fucking support it. And for as long as the money comes in, as long as WWE can sit there and go, oh, last year was our most profitable uh, profitable year ever. For as long as that keeps happening, nothing will change. They're going to continue to do the goofy shit that they do all the time. When that fucking pay-per-view was over and I saw Lesnar with his hand raised 
I tapped out. Wait, you didn't like that Brock won? I don't like Brock winning either. He doesn't need to win that to get to Roman Reigns. And I had to convince myself. Honest, honestly, that this pay-per-view proves it because he was already on Roman Reigns after his match. Yeah. He was on they they already put him on Roman Reigns. The story was set. He didn't need to be in this to fight him. But you kinda do though. Now that I think about it, because because of the stipulation of this match, you have to, because the next big thing is Mania, and this leads right into Mania. So if you have Big E win this, then your gimmick has to be whoever he picks going to Mania. Yeah, so, so Big, I, I guess I so guess Big e because they Lashley. have options now, he yeah, could have, have options the other now. Person. Big E so fights Lashley and Lesnar can right. still fight Reigns, and Lesnar still has Roman. Right, yeah. that's true. I forget. I for, I forget sometimes that they have Don't need it. the choice. This so technically era, yes, yeah, it's this not era needed. now proves it more than ever. This is the one time all those old Royal Rumbles I just mentioned. There was only one champion, so while you didn't need certain winners back then, it still did kind of put you in a position where you had to do something. You're not in that position now. You can have whoever the fuck you want win that rumble and make it make sense and still have your main whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. It's not like the Royal Rumble winner gets the main event slot every year anyway. That's gone. They still say it. When you win the Royal Rumble, your life changes forever because you get to choose champion of your choice and go to main event WrestleMania. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah, Yeah, they switched that up. Your championship match now could be first. Isn't that what, uh, what was it? Uh, 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 no, the championship match last year was first, but it wasn't the Royal Rumble winner. But that's what I'm saying. The Royal Rumble winner last year, that was fucking Edge. He was in the main event of WrestleMania. The one before that, Drew, was in the main event of WrestleMania. But, I mean, look at Shinsuke. Got his match right there in the middle. It's happened a few times now where it's not even the last fucking match anymore. And now they got the, they're saying the same thing for the women. When Ronda Rousey won, the first thing they said, and now Ronda Rousey goes to WrestleMania, choose the champion who she wants to main event WrestleMania with. She's not main eventing, not unless she's going on last on night one. Is that the tradition now where the women will get night one and the guys will get night two? Is that what we're doing moving forward? Worked out last year, I'm but that I'm was okay a banger. With that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that so long as the match is I'm okay with that up. because that to me, I'm not going to belittle that. That is still a main event. It is. It's the last match of the night. So, so ma- last match of the night. Last match of the night. I'll give it to him. It could, it could very well be the only one of the nights that like that people match, could very well tune into that and not watch night two. Yeah, well, I hope the match lives up to the hype. Sasha and, and, and that, Bianca and that's lived just up to the, the name hype. Of the game. That's just the name of the game. So if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't. I, I, have, I have tapped out when it comes to the WWE. I'm still going to watch because I'm ingrained. It, I'm too far in. I like to catch up. I don't. I can't. I can't keep up every I can't, night. I can't. I can't do it. I can't it. divorce this woman. We're in too deep. This, oh no this, no no no! I'm this, never giving spouse, up. I'm always checking this, on it. This is the one spouse in my life that beats me, that <laughs> treats me bad, spits on me, puts out cigarettes in the back of my neck. You just tell all your friends Ooh. you hit a doorknob. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, you know, I get slapped for the stupidest shit. <laughs> be uh, honest, I said that Brock Lesnar winning wasn't important. It's kind of my fault. Like I deserve to be hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
uh, the WWE as my spouse is like with uh, you know I cook the dinner and the WWE gets to eat on the table but I have to eat on the bowl on the floor. It's funny. It's uh, funny. It, listen, and this is why, and this is why when you go on your rants and, and you start like shitting on people, I give you the benefit of the doubt because you do you are the first one to admit that you're one of those people who just fucking keep coming back. Yes. yes. <laughs> I will give yes. you props yeah. when props is due. You yes. shit on people for loving this product, but have... in the same breath, will put yourself right in that same group of people. I am the person in the crack house who is just, who's been in that crack house for so long, I'm just surprised death hasn't taken me yet. <laughs> I am surprised every time somebody comes to the crack house, they're like, "Yeah, that's old man AJ." We surprised he hasn't OD'd yet. He's a he's a crazy old he's man. Crazy he's gonna call man. you an idiot all yeah. day long for being here, but he'll still be. I'm here that too. crackhead that puts it in my arm, and as I'm putting it in my arm, I'm looking at the dude goes, "Yep, this shit has ruined my life." And man, is it delicious? This is, this is trash. This is a very bad decision. Yeah, I shouldn't is, be here I anymore. Shouldn't be but, doing this, but you know, I you know give it to, but, give it to daddy. But, yeah, I get it, man. It's one of and those. That's things. why I get upset because. I'm self-aware. I know that this is bad. I know it's bad. It gives me a, when the fuck I can't I can't even put it into words. When Lesnar when Lesnar's music hit, my fucking tummy, my stomach, got real tight. I was like I wanted to throw up. You knew what was coming. And I kept watching it like a. Of dick. course, you can't turn away. I can't turn away from this. Maybe there's a chance. Maybe. You know, because Lesnar got eliminated by McIntyre two years ago. You're literally speaking everyone's <laughs> life from the Cena era. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a chance. Every time that man's sure, in a match, he's sure close. Enough. I know sure enough. I can't. I, I, I am so honest with people when I say I will never stop. But that doesn't mean that I can't do a press tour letting everybody else know. Save yourself. Save yourself. That's what this rant is when I tell people it's not for you. I'm not a WWE defender. Listen, man, I do this so you don't have to. Right. I'm not a WWE defender. People say, oh, you're always defending. I'm not defending shit. This is garbage. This is garbage. I've never been less of a fan of WWE in my entire life than I am right now. And it's so funny because I felt like such shit the other day because I was talking to a buddy. And he made a good point. He heard the show. And he was like, didn't you say Kevin Owens got this new deal, like $3 million for three years or something like that? Or like per and then year? didn't win the Rumble. Not even didn't win the Rumble, <laughs> but he was like, we were seeing videos and pictures of like Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins doing all this funny shit and cool shit at house shows. The house shows are empty. There's no one there. It's a whole big building filled with nothing but just empty seats. It's the same thing for Raw's and SmackDown's. They're moving people to the hard cam side so that they can appear on camera as a full building. And these buildings are empty. And my buddy was like, the talent is getting paid more now than ever. And no one's coming to see him. They don't need to. They don't need to. Right. There's no incentive to change that. None. This product Dude. is bad. And it's leaking into the indies and it's leaking into other companies. I'm not happy with any fucking wrestling product right now. None. None. I'm not happy with the shit I'm doing. None. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. All of it's all trash. Of it's trash. <laughs> but I can't leave. I'm fully aware. This that is my home up, now. This is like one of those movies where, like, 
I understand that if I pull this plug, I go with him. But fuck That's it. it. Right, right, right. I have if to do the dies, right thing. I die. uh, yeah, I know I'm going to die if I pull this. But fuck it. I got to do the right thing. I right. have to save civilization. It's better for the millions to live than for me to live. Listen. This is bullshit. You know how unhappy I fucking am? I am the grumpiest motherfucker on earth right now when it comes to wrestling. I get it. And that's what I keep telling people all the time. I'm not an apologist for anybody, for nothing. I'm not happy with AEW. I'm not happy with Impact. I'm not happy with Ring of Honor. I'm not happy with NWA. I'm not happy with the WWE. I'm not happy with New Japan. I'm not happy with anything. Because everyone's copying off of each other, and they're all copying off the same incorrect test. Well, you know why? Because that test is making money, baby. Most profitable year and blah, 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 blah. That's it. MLW was suing WWE. We talked about that a little bit a while back. That's going nowhere, nowhere fast. Because, you know, I've never worked for MLW. I've worked with a bunch of their talent. And I'm going to be working with a lot of their talent moving forward. So I don't want to speak out of school because I don't know. I've never had the opportunity to negotiate a deal with MLW. But ever since they started this lawsuit with WWE... All the people who have signed deals with MLW were like, "Well, hold on there, big fella. You know, you're not you're not exactly an angel here. You're not very virginistic uh, in this situation." So a lot of skeletons coming out of their closet too. No one's fucking innocent in this industry. None, none. I got people hitting me up on a daily basis. When are you gonna start running your own shit? I can't do this anymore. I don't even want to. I know I teased it a few times because I was genuinely like into the idea of doing something again. I don't even want to. For what? To 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 bankrupt myself? This business is dying. And the people who are working at it are the ones who are fucking killing it. The fans will take whatever you give them. You know, if you hold some shit back, they'll be mad at first because you've been giving them the tip for forever. So if you start pulling back now, I'm not saying we can reinstate what it once was, but if you were to pull back a little bit, they'd get used to it, they'd adjust. But everybody who's getting into the business now used to be a fan, you know? There's this new thing everyone's, there's a bunch of people in the industry now. We, you know, we call fans the marks. That's who they are, they're the marks. That's who we're getting the money from, marks. And now here come these wrestlers that come in the industry. Oh, we're all, we're all marks. We were all marks at some point. I have never been a mark <clears throat> since I got into this business one goddamn time. I was a mark before it, but I didn't know any better, and, uh, you know, kayfabe was a thing, and it was hard for me to learn more about this business than I wanted to. Yeah, I was a mark then. Y'all got my money all the time. (laughs) Now that I'm in the industry, I'm not a mark anymore. Fuck all that bullshit. I don't pay you motherfuckers for nothing. I get paid to do this. Fuck all that. I'm not some idiot that doesn't know what's going on around me. That's a mark. Mark's fucking clueless. He has no idea he's being ripped from his fucking wallet. That's what a fucking mark is. That's the carny talk. That's the carnival stuff. They would mark the individual if they were trying to scam out of money. I feel like uh, I, I feel like wrestling is becoming no different than football, basketball, and baseball. Right? I'm an athlete. I can play these sports. I could be the worst at basketball. But that's where my heart is. I love basketball more than anything. Yeah. So I'm going to go play basketball no matter what. That's not how it works. If I just so happen to be a better quarterback for some reason, 
and I am being scouted to play football. But my love is baseball. I've always grew up baseball. I grew up my whole life saying I'm going to play baseball. Nothing is going to stop me from baseball and being a pitcher. I just, for some reason, understand the football field better, and I'm a better quarterback than I am a pitcher. I'm going to the NFL. Do you understand? I'm going to mm-hmm. go where I'm most profitable and I'm the best at. Yeah. I feel like wrestling wasn't that. Wrestling was, I love this. I'm going to do whatever I can to do to become good at it. And then you land where you land because you keep grinding. You make nothing from it. And then maybe you 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 got the gimmick. Everything is flowing. You got the machine behind you and you start to make some money. Now, it's. I think it's more like the other sports where it's like, look, I love wrestling. I can do wrestling. I'm here. This is what I do. Now, wh- where where do I go? What best suits me? How much money can I make for? Where am I going to make my most money? And I think it becomes less about the wrestling and more about where the contract's at. I think we are practicing and we're trying to get better for the better contract, not for the love of the sport, if that makes sense. That's not to say that they don't love the sport. But I don't think it's for the love of the sport. It's for the contract now. At least that's the way it feels. And they're getting it now because in your analogy, well, I'm good at this, but I really want to do this. In this day and age now in wrestling, simply having the love for it is enough now. You don't need the prerequisite skill to do it. And that's why this business is the shits. Work on your body. We got a bunch of people in this business who don't have the skill set to be in this business. But because they love it, that's enough. Tony Khan hasn't fired anybody. One. One guy, actually. But that was because it was a situation where they kind of kind of had their hands tied. They had, to, they had to get rid of that guy. He was swept up in the, in the whole speaking out thing, and that had to be rectified. But other than that, he, he has not fired anybody. Now, he has steadfast that when a contract expires, he decides in that moment whether to renew or not. Right. But he hasn't fired anybody. And the reason for that is because he doesn't want to be Vince. He doesn't want to be seen as the guy who just ends a career because he feels like it. So he would rather sit there and continue to pay you over and over and over again until your contract expires, and then he'll make that decision from there. Nice guy con, right? Okay, cool, great. But in the meanwhile, there's a bunch of motherfuckers on that roster who don't need to be on that fucking roster. They don't need to be on television. And there's a bunch of people, I can name off the top of my head, that would be better suited for those positions than the people who have them. But that's how we got here. Because it's... Yeah, that's, oh, I was, yeah, was going to say... Because they, love, because they love the industry. They love it. They're so passionate about it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that one's a slippery slope, though, because I'm going to be honest with you. a lot. That company wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for those people, regardless if they're that great or not. They would literally have void content if it wasn't to give a lot of those people a chance. So You needed bodies. You went and got bodies. And you, and you, you gave, don't need let's, bodies let's anymore. Not, let's not pretend that this wasn't an opportunity for these guys, too. Did they live up to the challenge? Maybe not. But I think it's cool that once these people start coming in, he's not just letting all the lower talent go. He's giving them the chance to try. I'm still seeing a lot of the same faces that I did back then. 
So he's trying to still give them the opportunity around this talent. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It's not going to work out because they're no good. Then it then it doesn't and then let major take his course. Out. But he doesn't look like the bad guy for letting him go or look like now that he has people, the he's just letting people go. The reason he's letting it go is because he's got the cash flow to back it up. Any yeah. promoter, any booker worth anything would not have just let it naturally run its course because that's not how wrestling works. You give a guy rope, he either hangs himself or he pulls the company. If he hangs himself, you cut him loose. That's the way that it always works. There's a lot of talent who never get called back because of that exact reason. That's be nice guy con. I get it because he's got the money to do it. I'm just going to let the contract expire. That way I look good. It's good. Con, they hate it's, you because they ain't you, baby. <laughs> I will never forget that movie in my fucking life. They, <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. They hate us because of anus. No, 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 no. Not anus. They hate us because they ain't us. What? Oh, my God. Franco, once you get this sexual harassment thing under control, I can't wait to see you in movies again. <laughs> I can't wait. You can just keep your hands to yourself yeah, a little just bit. keep your hands and your dick to yourself. You should be straight. And then it'll be good. That's a good message for all males in the entertainment industry. You know, just keep your dick to yourself and you should have a prosperous career. You should be fine. Mm -hmm. So as far as this Brock Lesnar thing, and we'll end it with this. Uh, Brock Lesnar does win the Royal Rumble. He came out on Monday Night Raw all smiles. Because, yeah, he got fucked by Roman Reigns. But he won the fucking Royal Rumble. So what's there to be depressed about? Because he lost to Bobby Lashley. And remember, we're in a new era now where you don't get an automatic rematch. No one told Lesnar that because he still said, I get my rematch. You know, but according to WWE, we don't get automatic rematches anymore. But it's all moot. It's all for nothing because he won the fucking Rumble anyway, so he gets to go wherever he wants. And, and he, he doesn't told, want Lashley and anyway. he told Lashley to his face, don't worry, Bobby, I'm not wrestling you. I'm wrestling Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. He goes, but when I wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, it's going to be title for title. And Lashley was like, um, how? Because I'm the champ. You lost. And then here comes Adam Pearce. Well, Bobby Lashley, you're going to be defending your championship at Elimination Chamber inside the chamber, which means you don't have one opponent. You've got five. And Lesnar's one of the five. So Lesnar very well could still walk into WrestleMania the WWE champion. But he's got to get past Lashley, Riddle, Rollins. I think it's Big E. There's like one more in there. I can't remember. It's all. It's a bunch of dudes that are all going to lose. Basically, I feel like I live in a world. Austin Theory. Wendy, that's the other one. I, I I I feel like I live in a world where not only will Brock Lesnar be the one that gives Roman an L in a very long time, but have both belts. <laughs> there you go. I live in a world that that can very well happen. And you know what? Whether he walks away with both belts or Roman walks away with both belts, I could care less. What we need to do is combine those belts and get rid of this fucking brand split. That's a conversation for another day. I'm not going to go mm -hmm. down that rabbit hole right now. Mm -mm. I will pro and con it maybe next week. But this brand there. split needs to come to a fucking end. You don't have the talent to have split rosters. You don't. Hey, with all these let goes, that could be very well where they're going. Could be. Very well could be. After what they did to NXT, there's no reason for all this other shit to be happening. Get rid of the brands. All done. It's In the just, middle of all this fire, just... the guy just looks over and goes, so why do we have two belts? Yeah. Oh, because, um, you know, at one point, you know, history is just, you know, we had all these this talent. And we, you know, we wanted to give everybody the opportunity. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
But I just let like half of them go. Do we need to bounce? Oh, we'll talk about it another day. We'll probably, talk about. You're probably. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll we'll come back to it later. Let me get these. Let me get these pink slips handed out yeah. real quick, and I'll get me, back to you. Let me finish on that this. One. You, you must be speaking on behalf of Nick Khan, because I think <laughs> Nick Khan is the one who's <laughs> We got one Khan who's being super nice and paying everybody through the pandemic, and we got another Khan over here firing bitches on Christmas. Called it's called good cop bad cop <laughs> yin and yang the evil That's it, man. the perfect evil balance and good cons of the world oh lord have mercy all right so that's our show for this week we're back uh, we will be meeting again next week uh, as we stroll through the month of February the f- month of love now last year February mm-hmm. we ran African American history mm-hmm. <laughs> now I didn't feel the need to do that this year because I think we ran through. We ran through quite a few names uh-huh. uh, the last time we did that, but definitely want to do something with uh, February. I'll come up with that for some time. I'll send you the email. I have an idea in my head. I'll run it by you and see what you think. But uh, we, we, we want to start doing some more stuff with the February thing, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we are on the road to WrestleMania. We did not get a chance to do the live uh, for the Royal Rumble. We still have the bracket sitting there. We may do something with that. If not, we'll just hold it, and uh, we'll do it another time. But we are on the road to WrestleMania, so uh, I think the next live will probably be for Mania. So that's going to be a big one. Uh, I think I'm going to call my uh, my A-list team again to come in for that one, bring in the All-Stars, bring in the Closers. Um, Ed, Stephen James, if you're listening, you're a dick because – Steven won our quiz, the Kahoot thing, remember, mm-hmm. uh, that we did for the four-year anniversary? And I told him, I said, oh, I'm going to send you one of the mugs, oh, not mugs, one of the drinking glasses, because I know he's a collector. So I wanted him to have uh, one of the, uh, you know, the Orsini's Uncensored Mind ones. And he gave me his address and everything. And that was what, October? And no one has said dick about it ever since. And I completely forgot about it. And I go in my messages to organize my messages. And his address is still sitting there. I'm like, fuck. It's February and I've never sent this nigga his glass. So I sent his glass. Hey, so how is he the dick in this? <laughs> Sounds to me like he never got his, his come he's up. He's the dick in this because I refuse to take blame in anything in my life. So he's, I understand that. He's, I understand that. <laughs> so he's the dick in this because I refuse to blame myself for anything. I'm an innocent man in all this. I get it. What part of car accident and, and floors and all that shit you didn't you understand? I ain't got time to be thinking about glasses. But, uh, but it's in the mail. It's it's been sent out. We're good, uh, as enough. well as my Blood Brother merch, which by the way, you guys want to check that out? Bloodbros Six Borough dot com. Uh, we got some merch available for that. We just put up new designs for that. Uh, my, my boy Ray's over here found a dude. He made an open wound design. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> so we're doing some cool shit with that. So I'm all over the map here with this wrestling stuff. I, I know why I said a second ago how unhappy I am at wrestling, but. I'm trudging along. I'm hoping that I'm hoping things will turn around, or maybe who knows? Maybe I'm the guy to turn it around. Ever thought about that? There you go. Maybe I'm the guy. Turn around. There it is. All right, I gotta get going. I gotta bring this kid back to his parents uh, before they ship off to Florida. We don't want a Macaulay Culkin situation. So on behalf of everyone, I want to take the time to thank everybody for uh, being patient with us as we put this together. Uh, But we're done here. Streak starts at 1.
There you go. Anyway, Reset the timer. It, that's it. It's not about how hard you hit. I mean, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, folks. We're going to keep moving forward and uh, not hopefully not die in the process. That should be dope. Uh, yeah. You need to... What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, yeah. So that next event is March 12th. March 12th. I'll be doing some more promotional material as we get closer. So thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. Hopefully you're all doing that. And uh, thank you for enjoying episode number whatever the hell this is. So I'll talk to you guys later. This is my daddy's 200th episode. If you'd like to sew, buy some mitts, t-shirts, mugs, tank tops, beats towels, phone cases. Go to H-A-O-U-N.com. This is my daddy's 200th episode. This still keeps him busy. And he's not playing with me. So stop listening. But buddy's actually playing with me, so I won't fight.